this truck in his front yard and I think he's like moving out. You uh-huh. guys should see if you can buy his truck. So we drive out there and there's this 1979 Ford F100 sitting next to this guy's house with like probably three tons of trash in the bed like piled up real tall and we we're like hell i wonder what do you take for it so we're like hey would you be interested in selling that and he comes out we think he may have been a little lit possibly for all we know sure. but uh he was like we're yeah. really young too yeah we're really young like i said i was 14 at the time and this guy was like yeah i'll sell it i gotta get rid of it all uh, we're negotiating with him. I, I think he said he wanted like four or five hundred bucks for it. I was like, oh, we can't do that. And he said, he, <laughs> he, said, he has his title. And he says, well, what would you give me for it? And I like jokingly said, well, I've got $30 on me. Deal. No He's way, like, man. Yeah, deal. He signs the title 30 bucks. Over. 30 bucks. We rusted hunk of oh, shit, man. though. Right? But it starts. It fires up, yeah. right? We're driving yeah. at the gas station. It's <laughs> just Wamba. Wamba. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Rad Rides Podcast. I am your host, as always, Jason Zollers. And today, I have an awesome set of guests. I went over to Slate Performance in Indianapolis, Indiana, sat with Dylan and Ryan, and talked about their entire shop and this awesome thing that they're doing over here in Indianapolis, being trying to become one of the highest quality shops uh, in the area, as well as in America, for doing restorations, recreations, any kind of performance stuff that you would like to do. Uh, these guys are into it right now. I found them just by stopping by. I caught them on the Instagram. Uh, I, I come through there when I go to Chicago all the time. So I figured I'd stop in and see some of their cars. Uh, and let me tell you, I was very impressed. So much so I had to come back and do a podcast with them. And so much so after that, I might be doing a build with them as well. These guys are awesome. I had a great time with them. Go check them out. www.slateperformance.com on Instagram at uh, Slate Performance, as well as on Facebook, Slate Performance. Uh, I had took a bunch of pictures of their shop it it was awesome like the shop is crazy they're building everything from donks to like you know dodge dakota rts to obviously the movie cars which uh, a lot of people know them for uh, the fast and furious eclipses and supras and dom's charger and some of the other eleanor type cars as well Uh, so i took a bunch of pictures on there get online www.radridespodcast.com I uh, did a full write-up on there as well. Go check that out. That way you can see what we're actually talking about. Go follow us on Instagram as well because I take a lot of good videos there and you actually get to see what I'm seeing uh, when I'm actually in the shop. So go check that out. Uh, I had an awesome time with these guys. They're hilarious. We're going to have to do a second one and get into some bourbon because uh, I feel like Dylan and Ryan have some really great stories that they, they just couldn't get to because we were talking so much about the business. But if you've ever wanted to start your own custom shop, these guys right here are the blueprint for it. So so go check them out again, and without further ado, please welcome to the podcast, Slate Performance. And then uh, I just bought a 96 GSX Eclipse manual. So so what are you doing with the Eclipses? Uh, so the white one is going to stay stock because it's uh, pretty much a bone stock car. Like, I don't want to mess with that car at all. So uh, my mom bought that brand new in 1998. So... I want to keep that one as original as possible. So it's got the tan leather interior and everything. I mean, it's white. It's a nice car. Yeah, right? it's a really really nice car. Yeah, so that's cool. my wife will drive that one. So it's an automatic. So I'll let her What's drive. What's the GSX? What are you gonna do? With it? I don't know yet. I mean, I came here a few months ago. We were talking about it, and you know, I wanted to do uh, a uh, a Fast and Furious replica. You know, replica. And uh, like I was telling him, man, the car is like so rare and so hard to come by. It's a slick top. No, yeah, no sunroof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Slicktop GSX. And I'm like, man. 
and it's got an original Blitz kit on it. I'm like, dude, like this is like a like, time capsule right now. So like it has an actual Blitz kit. Yeah, yeah, it's all uh, fiberglass. You showed me a picture of the yeah. whole Yeah, it's pretty I'm crazy. That thing so, green. What's that? <laughs> it's red, man. It's a good red too. Yeah. You know? So. I don't know, like, uh, the the classic car guy, like, in me says, don't cut the car up, but then, like, me being, you know, a custom car guy, I'm like, man, just chop this whole thing up, you know? <laughs> like, let's do something wild with it, so. And it's not too much more than the Blitz kit, and Blitz kit, and carbon hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hood, molded in, paint, graphics. Yeah. I wouldn't have to mold it in if you didn't want to. Yeah, so, um. You could make it work. I don't know, I'm trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. So I told him I got a piece of property I've been working on a bunch, and. I had to take a little time from the podcast because it um, has a garage on it and I can't use it because there was no road going to it. So I've been spent the past two months clearing out like 30 plus trees and getting a road up to it so I can put actual cars in it instead of just a tractor. So now I got room. Now I got room to move around and everything. So I'm pretty. Uh, room to grow. Yeah. I have room to grow. Yeah. Yeah. My wife. Yeah. My wife does not think so. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, we're uh, here. Uh, we're at Slate Performance. Man, I'm gonna let you guys kind of introduce yourselves, and uh, we're already rolling. So okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm uh, Dylan. I'm the CEO of Slate. Uh, my name is Ryan. I'm co-owner of Slate Performance Automotive. Handle sales and customer relations. And yeah, yeah, we build a lot of cool cars and do some fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I ran across you guys uh, on social media of all places. Because y'all built a really, really nice uh, Fast and Furious Eclipse, and it's one of my favorite cars of all time. And so uh, I drive out here quite a bit for work, so I was like, man, I'm just going to stop in there. And I think y'all were just moving shops when I came by last time. And you had one sitting out front, and I was like, oh, man, that's so nice. You had a really nice one in the the showroom as well. So uh, I was like, man... It was like sold me on it. I was like, okay, well, I need to go find a car first. So I think we were talking back and forth a little bit, and then I ended up finding one in Columbus. And uh, so I was like, well, I'm coming back out here. So I was like, let's do a podcast and get you guys on. Because you're building some cool, like, not just, I don't want everyone to think it's just Fast and Furious cars. Because you guys build a lot of other really, really high-end stuff. And I walked through your shop out there, and it was, like, super nice. (laughs) So we had a lot of cool stuff going on. I mean, yeah. 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 Well, how did you start it and everything? Um, Why did you start it? Well, it's a pretty interesting story how we built our first Fast and Furious car, but... Yeah, well, I mean, like, history, though, is, like, I used to work in NASCAR, mm-hmm. went to dealership, invested into real estate, got capital, essentially, from real estate, and that's really what got this jump started, but nice. the very first Eclipse, we started out of a pole barn, it was just me and one other guy. Okay. Um, no heat, no AC, no running water, literally a pole barn in the middle of the country just to see what we could, our capabilities was. Two fluorescent sure. lights you had to tap on yeah. and to turn on. Yeah, <laughs> air compressor, come on and kick one of them so off. So it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. like Day of Thunder where he built the NASCAR. Yeah, 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 yeah very, yeah, yeah, like way that. worse than Yeah, that. way worse than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I have to say, we're in Indianapolis, Indiana, so it's like literally a barn, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like 40, that was like an hour yeah, out about the country. Yeah, an hour away yeah, You're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, middle of nowhere. Indiana is Indianapolis and that's yeah exactly I pretty much cash out my real estate and I want to build cars like that's what when I was in NASCAR I got to see some of the greatest cars Kyle Busch ever owned Mm -hmm. and uh, he had a lot and him and his dad had a lot of really nice cars got to see some really like top 10 restoration cars wow so that's who you work for was Kyle Busch's team and um, it's one of my favorite drivers mm -hmm. yeah I work for (laughs) his actual team Kyle Busch Motorsports wow that's awesome Um, but I come back to Indiana and no one's really doing what like what I want to do. I've always wanted to build custom cars. Me and Ryan's been into cars since we were kids. Mm. Um, and we started f- 
we start flipping fast, not fast and We start flipping GSXs, GSTs. We buy them to blow motors. Mm-hmm. It all but, started with a dirt bike. Yeah, it all started yeah. with a dirt bike. We traded one this little 252 stroke 80s 90s piece of shit for <laughs> a blown up eclipse right yeah, it was a GST, GST automatic, automatic. Yep. and uh how long ago was this this was in 2012 2013 yeah a little yeah, in 2013 right. so they were worth yeah, nothing about, then yes. yeah about 10 years ago yeah not like they are now 14 that's when we back okay yeah so, yeah so yeah. traded the dirt bike for the gst it, it was, was automatic it was dylan's dirt bike yeah it was automatic it was blown up uh-huh and um we're looking for a motor. Ryan finds a motor at a junkyard. He goes and buys this motor, and when we get it, we're like, <laughs> "Well, yeah, what holy I'm... shit! What the hell is this on the side of it? Giant HX40 turbo, individual oh, coil packs. Yeah, individual yeah. coil packs. It's got injectors in it." And we're like, "The okay. guys in the junkyard had no idea what it was. Hell, I didn't even know what it was because we, yeah. I wasn't into those." Yeah, cars. this was our first one, so we put yeah. it in. We get it running, put it yeah. in a fuel pump in it, it runs right. The car is automatic still, but yeah. it's a freaking animal. Yeah. 80 mile an hour down the road, you stab it, let it downshift, it'll start filling the cab with smoke because it's burning one tire off. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the front just, That's just so burn out. Uh, and we raced a few like of our friends' motorcycles and stuff. As soon as they grab traction, it just fucking go. It'd yeah, go. You'd go. be right next to it or past. Those are really yeah. fast cars. I'm like, 30 pounds yeah I say, which at the time was pretty pretty darn That's impressive, pretty impressive. For yeah. Yeah. and yeah. we grew up in the v8 crowd so when this was yeah. our like real first big experience getting deep in like turbo four cylinder stuff yeah. we we're like holy hell this is, this is a pretty badass platform yeah. anyway we do this we buy and sell we get we find gsx's we find gsts we tsi's well, yeah we start stock. realizing yeah. we can buy them and flip yeah. them yeah because like i'm the, the mechanic ryan ryan can, sales guy yeah ryan yeah. sells so like we have our own parts nice. like we do our own thing and then uh I buy an Eclipse at an auction for 350 bucks just for the engine. And I get it to the <laughs> shop, and I'm like, those wheels on that car, like, what are they? Yeah. They say Axis on them. Oh, man, you got and lucky. This we, is before we didn't notice. And then I look up Axis wheels, and it's all Fast and Furious Eclipse as a yeah. pop-up on Google. I'm like... Holy shit! These are the wheels. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized the wheels yeah. are worth like three grand. They're so expensive. And yeah. uh, I was, I had just cashed out my real estate, so I'm like, you know what? Let's just make a Fast and Furious Eclipse. The whole thing, the whole package, nice. paint, body, interior, wheels, brakes. We'll clean up under the hood. Uh-huh. Um, and we did the first car, and when I posted it up for sale, it sold within a week to Volo Car Museum. Mm. Nice. They bought it. I didn't make anything off of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I had like thrown my real estate in it. And I all of a sudden upgraded us. I threw us in like a newer suite that had air conditioning. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. So the, all the back end is what you spent. All yeah. The money so, on, but yeah. like when the car, the car took way too long. But once it was done, we had a really nice, high quality product. Yeah. Um, and we sold it to them, and then they sold it to Planet Hollywood in Cancun, Mexico. Oh wow! It sets in the showroom of. Oh really? Yeah, it sets in their showroom. So like, I'm never down there. I have to go over there. Yeah, check it out. But it still has our stickers on. Still it, has so. our stickers yeah. on it. Oh really? Huh? Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, that's cool. It's man. like you walk in this big resort, sitting right by the reception right in a there. restaurant. Yeah. Why did they? Uh, that's weird. That's an odd deal. They just bought it and put it in Cancun. But yeah. because of that transaction between uh-huh. Volo and them, it sparked this huge thing with us. So uh, okay. Uh, commercially it sparked to this thing where people that want fast and furious cars immediately trust us nice so universal studios in beijing china they were well universal studios was starting a new resort in Mm -hmm. beijing china 
and they wanted a Fast and Furious Eclipse replica. Jeez. And they called <laughs> Volo, and Volo told them they don't have anyone to build it. They told oh. them who built the last one, and they called us. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, a, that's nuts, man. You know the people that made the movie hired us to make their replica for the resort. Wow. That's incredible, dude. So, like, that is one of the things that got us jump-started, and then we ended up building four other cars, uh, American Graffiti, 70s. Movie. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all kind of moved into some other movie cars as well that I've seen on there. Yeah, so there was the 32 Ford, the 56 T-Bird, the 55 Chevy, and the 58 Impala. Those were the yeah. American Graffiti American cars. Graffiti cars yeah. They're all very screen-accurate cars, so we made yeah. the cars a screen-accurate all the way down to tire size, wheels, the yeah. paint, the 58 Impala had red stripes now. They're really unique. Yeah, we was that for Universal as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. So yeah, they yeah, have uh, Mel's Drive-In. It's a restaurant. Mm-hmm. None of these cars ran and drove. Really? Um, they're all prop cars. Just prop cars. Yeah, yeah. so it's like specific things, like uh, Very the grills had to be blocked off so little kids can't get their fingers uh, in. Oh yeah, the door handles not work. They all wanted pull latches hidden, so like no one could just get in the cars. Yeah. yeah, underneath the hood of all those cars is supported. Like, yeah, very well supported, like a whole skeleton structure. Oh, okay, so yeah. wanted to get on top of it. Or yeah, something. they told us. So, they literally told us. Yeah, they told us. So their art director comes out here and he's like, "Oh, you need to, you need to put a cage under this thing. It needs to look like a cage under the roof and under the hood." And we're like, "Why? It's a car." I was like, "It's yeah. gonna gain like two hundred pounds and yeah. just throwing all this metal you're talking yeah. about." He's like, oh, no, people at resorts, they're crazy. They're crazy. They'll, they'll just throw their kid on the roof. They'll jump on the roof. whole family get on the roof. They want the picture on the car. Yeah. He said, he's I like, want to be able to stand on this car and it not get dented. He's like, he's wow. like, he's like, he's like, this is China. No one respects shit. This is China. They're going to they're gonna stand on it. And we're like, yeah, right. That's what we're thinking. Yeah. So we do all this. Yeah. After they receive the cars, as mm-hmm. soon as the park opens, there's pictures of kids standing on the oh, park. Yeah, we're like, oh, my God. Um, but they were, like, really impressed with every car we sent out there. Wow, man. And what it, a like, good uh, business relationship yeah. to have. Yeah, man. and it, like... Um, it was a really cool experience, too, because, like, all the odd things that they needed to have done to the car, and plus giving them advice on how to make the cars right. be better preserved, because they're just out yeah, in the but, open. Like, yeah, but, like, let's circle to what what made them choose us. So, yeah. like, the American Graffiti cars were started... Um, they contracted a shop in California, oh, yeah. and it sat there for six months, and they pulled the contracts and gave them to us. Oh, wow. Jeez. So, because it's a lot of trust. So, yeah. with a company like that, like you're talking about, they want a one-stop shop. They can take care of everything. We put the car, we moved our four-post lift to the door and loaded them in the containers, oh, wrapped geez. them, oh, everything. Wow. Yeah. So, the next time, yeah, photos. the next, then yeah. the containers got shut and locked, and... We mailed well, yeah, them. To, I guess, yeah. yeah, the shipping containers has to go to a container. Yeah, so, Beijing, yeah, so. we took a railroad to California wow. and then got on a ship across the ocean. So the next time those container doors opened was for customs yeah. and then for the amusement park. Yeah, they were the ones opening. Uh, but they said they were so impressed with the first Eclipse that they gave us the other ones and they wanted us to do them. Wow. And they were happy with all of them. They still are today. Man, that's incredible. Like, it was a very big undertaking oh i bet it was yeah a ton of company growth too like we added during that we added the paint and body shop mm-hmm. we added more lifts like we had to grow a company because of the su- all of a sudden we have three or four people and yeah. now we just you know <laughs> sold they could do four cars yeah, yeah. four complete cars <laughs> yeah. they don't run and drive but this is all paint and body everything yeah yeah customization yeah. like all the fab work and fabricating I'm sure group. there was a lot of learning in that too as far as just oh, growing yeah. a business and everything yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah 
Um, but that's really why they chose us. They chose us because, like, I assured them I will take care of everything all the way until it's in the container. If there's any setbacks, I'll be upfront and honest with you. Working remotely, yeah. pictures back and forth, emails. 2 a.m. phone it's pretty calls. We- it's pretty weird when you have, like, integrity and, like, you do follow-ups and you actually stick to your word how much business you actually get. Like, oh, and, oh yeah. yeah. And that's in any business. Like, the oil field is very notorious for people just walking off and just, I'm done with this. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like... Dude, all you gotta do is make a couple phone calls, figure out some stuff, like, and uh, then you got a good name out there, and then people call you back. It's strange how that works. Yeah, just work, <laughs> working through the problems. Yes. Don't let a problem set you back. Find a solution, move right. forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's the thing is that's what. So I fill my entire shop. Every employee here is a problem solver. Nice. Um, turnover, like it's it sucked, you know. So when I first started out, like my youngest brother worked for me. Mm-hmm. And he's just fucking lazy, right? He's real young. He's real young, real cocky. Yeah. And I had to fire him, and I hated to, right? I hated yeah. myself to have to do it. But when I did it, um, it was for his own good and my own good. Yeah. It taught him a lesson, and he's went off and made his own success in another career. That's good. And uh, well, he learned from the mistake too, probably. Yeah. yeah probably I, humbled him a little bit. Was like, oh damn, like. <laughs> Yeah, and like over the years, like, you know, we might invest into somebody that's coming in here. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of this stuff is new tech. So, like, putting a, that's just small, like, small drops in the bucket, what we're talking about. So, like, nowadays, somebody wants, you know, a full restoration, the late model of late model everything. Sure. Look classic, but I want Bluetooth radio and a classic radio. I want nice gauges, but they look old school. I want the greatest new V8 supercharged engine I can stuff in something, (laughs) make it fit, put the computer somewhere, make the air conditioning work, the power windows. They want every option. So, like, if we're doing a build like that, it's very sophisticated, and I can't hire an older experienced tech that's never worked around that kind of technology. So a lot of the techs you see in our shop are younger, yeah, and they've been trained right out of school. They come in here and they work right under me. Oh wow! Um, and that's the thing is, is like I train them. I have a set of quality standards, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to wiring. Like we don't mess around with. Uh, I just straight yeah. up bullshit wiring. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know if someone's twisting wires together with black oh, tape. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, you don't belong working on cars at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the right type of joints, the way to connect a wire, shrink tubing it, covering it, organizing it, making it fitted. We want it to form and f- like the fitment to be perfect, but the car yeah. still has to function. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So like any cars that you that anybody ever sees that we do that look like a piece of artwork, they still run and drive, haul ass, and yeah. do fucking burnouts. <laughs> That's the way you should. Yeah, be. it's a fucking. I'm not. In, I, I'm not a shop to build show cars and push them to the car show. Yeah, our, we're driving our shit to the drag strip and driving it back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I right. had a uh, EJ Talek. Uh, he's with Craftworks in uh, in Houston, Houston, in Pittsburgh, and uh, he hand builds everything and uh, metal. I mean, dude, his shop doesn't have one piece of like. Uh, equipment that doesn't involve his hands you know what i mean so there's no pneumatic anything there and the dude just crafts some good stuff and, but he's like dude i make it to run and perform correctly he's like a lot of these cars you see he goes i have to figure out how to engineer like airflow through like a 52 merc that's been chopped you know halfway through its life that has an lsa motor in it you know yeah he's like people don't think about that stuff he's like so it can't just look pretty it's got to perform you know and he's like i don't I don't like I don't like uh, trailer queens, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the point? I mean. Yeah, and I think there for a while we talked about this. You know that 
you know, a lot of those like high end awards were going to cars that like all they had to do was just drive into and then go in reverse and then that was it. Yeah. Right. And but now people want to like drive the car. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the experience. Yeah. Of it. So it like is. that's the thing when when like so if someone gets a high end build through us mm-hmm. and let's say like I'll, I'm gonna just describe a car and then we'll talk sure. about cars. So like. <laughs> Like, we build a car with a late model engine, all this mm-hmm. stuff, right? It looks pretty. And let's say someone spends a hundred grand, hundred and fifty grand on it. That's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Um, to look at it. But every customer, when they leave here and they go drive it, they immediately tell me, I bought the experience. Oh. The experience of the car, the lightweightness, how it handles, how it performs, how it's, whether it's raw or et, like super high trim, mm-hmm. like they're buying the experience. So, like, a lot of these cars that people have big money in is like when we drive them or they when they drive them they see what they get out of it mm-hmm. because it's not just something you know put in a showroom and they look at it it's something that they can drive they can take their kids in it it's safe that's what we were talking about with that blazer out there mm-hmm. you know he's like yeah man you know got the roadster shop chassis underneath it it's got all new panels i was like yeah someone can go beat on that car and it's going to perform and like and then they feel safe taking their family out in it you know rather than you know something kind of junk together and hope it gets down the road <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so like that specific customer he has old k5s that's been restored the old way right yeah and uh we're building this corvette the corvette the 65 corvette lt5 mm-hmm. eight speed custom wide body like the wide body on that so is that the red one the yeah red one. Yeah. yeah so the red one let's talk about that one first because that's the first one that came in so that one he had the roadster shop chassis and an lt5 that was it okay and he took it to another shop and it he gave him an idea of what he wanted, but it's up there. Yeah. And gave him money. And gave him money. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And gave, gave him 25000 And it's set there a year. Oh. And I told him, gosh. I was like, you know, you're just working with the wrong shop. You just yeah. need to bring that over here. You'll watch my guys build a car start to finish, no matter how Dude, long it don't. takes. I was like, I don't know how long it's going to take. It's a real custom job. This could be a year. This could be two years. Mm-hmm. I was like, but you just got to give us time and let me do my, let us do what we do and we'll make sure it's right. Sure. Um, and it started out super smooth, so we started off right off the bat, LT5, right? So that's mm-hmm. out of 2019 ZR1. So what do we want to put to the ground tire-wise? We have the ZR1 motors. Mm-hmm. What do we want to start with? Let's get ZR1 wheels and tires and throw them on this Roadster Shop sure. chassis. See what it looks like. So we put them <laughs> on there, right? And they hang out of the fenders. Mm-hmm. Like an inch in the front, <laughs> two inches in the back. Okay, like a Hot Wheels car. Yeah, yeah. But we can't go inside any farther. Like in the back, it's too tight. We have to mini tub the car to get it to fit yeah, underneath. Yeah, what's it going on? 315s or 305s? 335s. 335s. Yeah, that's big. Um, so what do we do? We could flare it or something, you know, some kind mm-hmm. of white body like that. We don't choose to do that. I want. I have this image in my head at this point. I want this car to look fat, yeah. hot rod. It looks like it's fast just sitting in a parking lot. Right. So we cut the body in little pieces all the way down slithers mm-hmm. and we custom make we stretch the body lines oh you stretch the whole thing yeah. so like the front of the fenders stretch out about an inch inch and a quarter Jeez, mm-hmm. and the back i think stretches out like two and a half two and three quarters almost three inches That's a lot of fiberglass work <laughs> so but it is it looks perfect. it looks great yeah yeah like so many people see it and they don't realize it's wide body yeah, yeah. it looks very close to her and even like yeah. the hood so we go to put the hood on it's got the stinger hood mm-hmm. that's what they call that hood yeah. and uh all the LT5s hanging out of the hood way too far. Yeah. So we cut the cowl in the, like the perfect spot. We wanted to cut it and stretch it on the sides and make it look fat. So instead mm-hmm. of it being like a tall, narrow cowl, we stretched it out. Yeah, to make it... Yeah. Make it look more modern. Mm-hmm. So everything flows together. I had this image in my head. So like... Yeah. It's very Shelby-esque. 
You know, like with the proportions yeah, and everything. Smooth. You know, like fat, stubby, smooth. You know. Yeah, because all the hoods you can buy, you can buy an aftermarket Stinger hood, but it's all—it's like a right angle. It's very mm-hmm. boxy, but the car is not boxy. Yeah, right. so, like, so I want everything to flow, and that's the thing is, is like when it comes to when everything's in house, it's easy for us to quality control it. So like. I had this image of the way the body should look in my head. I'm not an artistic person to draw things out over and over. <laughs> I'll draw it out on my phone, a rough idea. Yeah. Um, but if it don't look right in person, mm-hmm. we'll alter and move some stuff around. So, like, we move those lines around a few times just to get it right. My body guys probably want to kill me at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had redone it four or five times, right? Yeah. And it was like the R&D of it because we had to redo it a few times. Like, mm-hmm. we weren't making any money with it. We were going to be, like, maybe broke even, right? So sure. Yeah, I forget how many hours we actually had wrapped up in that. Oh, I think like a thousand. Yeah, we had yeah. a lot of hours. And that was in the body of it. The yeah. hood alone was two months with two people. Yeah. That's custom cars, though. Yeah, like, that's you know? real, I mean, that's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. real custom cars. So, yeah. like, if you're doing something that... No one's ever done before. There's no template. You know? Oh, yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> it's literally one-off. And the 65 vet, so, like, it's a lot. It's a small body. So oh, yeah. now we get the LT5 in. We get the 8. That We put the 8-speed in, right? Mm-hmm. The floorboard don't fit. <laughs> so yeah. we got to cut the floor out. The center console in the stock 65 vet just set on the floor. It's just a metal plate. Yeah. So this introduced a whole new set of problems. So the, what's the solution yeah. for that? Custom center console, cutting the bottom of the dash. Now we got transmission and the motor fits in the car. Now where are we at? Yeah. <laughs> well, now we have a mile of wiring, if not probably 10 miles worth of wiring. Oh, yeah. And we have stuff, gigantic yeah. computers. Yeah. We want under the hood to look clean and nice, racy, everything accessible, still usable, functional. Because mm-hmm. I'm not all in, you know, hide everything. Mm-hmm. And then something's wrong, and now you got to take the whole car apart to fix it. Sure. So the computers, we cut the wiring, moved everything around where we wanted it. The computers are actually in a hidden spot inside the rear part of the car okay nice there's a hidden door in the floor it opens all the computers are accessible every pin every connector wow so that's that was trick, that man. was a whole new tub the back inside of the car behind the seats is a whole new tub yeah custom so made. basically just fiberglass your own body yeah yeah, yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah everybody own, asks like, your own body yeah. on the body what did you not touch yeah the roof yeah the doors no yeah. the doors are been wide-bodied slightly on the edges Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm in the office too much. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And then to complete the body, like Frenching in the windows, oh, tucking yeah. the bumpers in. So, cut but the bumpers. But it looks right. I mean, you know, it's like you said, like people ask you, like, you know, what, what kind of body mods did you do? And you're like, oh, I've, I've done them all, you know, but it's the timeless look still. You know, you didn't like just slap it all together with like Play Doh. Yeah. You know, you know that's the thing is, is most people see the car and they don't realize all the detail in it. The only mm-hmm. way you'd know the detail in it is a stock one next to it and you'd be like, holy cow. Yeah. It's Every different. single point is touched yeah completely different. so like even the bumpers so once they're trimmed and cutted like mm-hmm. welding this welding the bolts in shaving the heads off the front mm. so it's just studs straight off the back of the bumper there's no exposed bolts in the bumpers um, well yeah and everyone who sees that car too when they come in and I give them the spiel about everything that's done to it yeah the things I always say for last are the windows being Frenched in and the bumpers because everybody can look at that car and they don't notice that until you tell them. Oh, yeah, so it's very sense. subtle. It's yeah. a huge modification, but it's so subtle that you really have to tell people about it unless, like we were saying, there's one parked right next to it. Right. But still, that's just the body of it. So now, yeah. like, the motor yeah. transmission... <laughs> yeah, just the body, yeah. yeah. We custom-make headers under the hood. I mm-hmm. want them to be... I want to look like spider legs going over the headers. That's the image in my head. So okay. we make a mid-equal-length header that goes over the, over the frame. Mm-hmm ties into the side pipes with custom made interior is a whole other 
<laughs> thing of problems, right? So right. gauges, radio looks classic, but it's Bluetooth. The rearview mirror is a, a full screen, 1080p screen with a built-in camera into the oh, back wow, of the body. So you can see, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so getting in this car, it looks all classy like you're getting in a time machine. Yeah. 1965, but when you turn the key and everything fires up, it's, it's 2023. Man, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice car. I mean, I'm, I'm sure y'all gotten a lot of accolades from that, and people, you know, probably called you and asked for something like that as well, huh? Yeah. So like the, so that specific bit. customer though, like, so I took him for a ride, and we were driving it around, just putting mm-hmm. some test miles on it. Um, and he, his K5 Blazer, he's been driving an older restoration, yeah, still small block Chevy. He's like, well, how can I get my K5 <laughs> like this? Like this. <laughs> because Same you know, that's the thing is, that it's not the motor necessarily, right? Because mm-hmm. everyone always wants to talk about the motor. It's always the transmission I want to talk about. Oh yeah. yeah. Because you you take an old car and you want to make it new. So many people are just like LS, and then, then they mm-hmm. still got three gears or yeah, four they still gears. Got the, yeah, four speed. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> throw that shit that. in the scrap metal. Yeah. If you want a street car, let's just go straight to a six, eight, or ten speed. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever you can afford, because I mean, with all more gears, it's more money. That's yeah. just the way it is. Right. right. Um, but that's the thing, like the. But they drive nicer, you know. I mean, you have more gears, so you're not winding that thing out like all the time. Yeah, yeah. so like that six, everywhere. That sixty-five vet. If that guy was like, I want to drive us every day during the summer. Mm-hmm. He could. Yeah. Just hop in. Functional wipers, everything works. Like you just hop in, it's airtight, watertight. Like there's not gonna be a single issue. Yeah, nice. like, stereo, cold AC. Yeah, yeah. There's ten speakers hidden in that vent yeah, too. Yeah, remote oh, really? start. Yeah, yeah, hidden in it. It's it pounds <laughs> your face off. Really? Huh? <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. Nice. But like, so the K5 Blazers were doing like roadster shop chassis, the biggest brakes, you six piston all the way around. Yeah, I was eyeballing it in there. It's... But that one we're doing LT4s, LT5s aren't available, so we yeah. got the last bit of two LT4s, two eight speeds. Nice. But it's going to be to the same level. Like it's going to have an audio system. Yeah. It, no tops though. So he wants to be topless on his K5s. That you can blame no, him. You're driving a K5. Yeah. yeah be topless. Yeah, you have to. Right. Why would you? Why would you have it all? Yeah. Up? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Good truck to drive to the lake house. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Cruise around. Go grab dinner. Go get ice cream in. Throw your kids in the back. Still yeah. be safe with a cage in it. Sure. Sure. So I'm sure y'all are inundated with calls of hey, you know, is it more. People want to do custom builds. They want to do movie cars because y'all have done. Uh, I saw Shelby that y'all have done. Yeah, correct. Yeah, Shelby, yeah. Eleanor. We've had a, yeah, ton of movie cars. Eleanor, yeah. Dom's Charger, Fast and Furious Supra. Yeah, yeah. Growing out of the eclipses. So after we did a couple of eclipses, um, I told Ryan because like I'm I'm the original like capital from the company. Right. So I was like, I want to invest into a Fast and Furious Supra. Okay. Like I always wanted one, so yeah. like I jumped into that and uh, dude, that car, man. <laughs> That car, we bought it for because I already had a body kit on it. had the right body kit on it. Okay. The original nice. Bomex the body Bomex kit. Kits, yeah. Super uh-huh. rare. Yeah. Um, and it has left-hand drive target hub, but it was a really shitty red paint job. Oh, it was yeah. tan interior with wood grain yeah. on the dash. Oh, side taped on wood grain. Yeah, nice. the stick on wood grain. Oh, yeah. it's terrible. Very 90s. <laughs> yeah, this was a few years ago, and I spent 40000 Around there, around yeah. forty thousand on this car. Don tur- really? it drives like a minivan. Yeah, oh, really? God, yeah. He's so slow. They're so expensive right now. I, I can't. I can't get over even the non-turbo. Ones. Oh like, yeah, they've all went through the roof. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, there's. I uh, was a non-turbo automatic car just got posted for sale here in Indy for eighty thousand dollars. Oh my god. Yeah. That that's crazy? a dog yeah. too, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> how our like, cars. That's started. the thing yeah. though is like we are we always know the potential of something. Right. Like the Fast and Furious Supra. 
We did the body on it. We did yeah. the body on that in 30 days. We got that car done quick. Yeah, we bought it in December, and there's a big car show in January. One of the biggest February. ones. February. Yeah, yeah, one of the first biggest ones. February. One of the biggest ones here in Indy World yeah. Wheels. And uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm buying the Supra. We're taking it. So yeah. my body guys put crazy overtime in. Mm-hmm. It's the orange Supra. It's got wheels. It's got the wing. It's got the whole thing, yeah. Um, and we take it there, and just blew up like everybody loves it like that's the thing yeah. that's like the well cody walker was going to be there so when they stopped by the shop in december they were like hey are you guys interested in bringing one of your cars out for the show and we're yeah. like yeah we'll we'll bring one of our eclipses out and we just started the supra and they were yeah. telling us that they were going to invite cody walker out and we're like well if cody walker's going to be there we need to get this supra no done. that was the agreement if yeah. cody walker's coming we had yeah. to have it done we had to have, had the to have it done. yeah because oh, okay. then it's so nice it crunch time yeah. Yeah. yeah and we made it happen and uh i mean you gotta remember too like the interior is done up mm-hmm. but it's still non-turbo auto right yeah yeah the hood didn't open. the hood never opened, the hood never opened. <laughs> <laughs> you know one fun, funny thing about the fast and furious so a lot of people think that Supra is a 2JZ GTE, the twin turbo car. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, But if you actually watch the storyline, the car that shows up on the rollback when they open the hood is a GE. It's a non-turbo car. Oh, really? Yeah. So the storyline is non-turbo car becoming right. built in turbo. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. one thing we always talk about. Because like when it cars. comes to our car, when we started that, we wanted to make it to the storyline. So like, okay, this nice. is one thing we do with the Fast and Furious car. So the Fast and Furious Yeah, cars, I was going to ask the question, like how much it, how much research and detail goes into this? It's, it's all about, get to yeah, it sounds like. It's, yeah. all about, it's all about how far someone wants to go. Like yeah. screen accurate parts, we can pretty much get anything we can get our hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, we know a lot, a lot of things of, we're building ourselves. Yeah, a lot of things like we're having um, a lot of things CNC in-house manufacturing going sure at nice. another facility so like yeah. that's something that's getting jump-started um, but like the details of it's really how far somebody wants to go if you want a really screen accurate car it ends up costing more always oh absolutely always yeah. like I mean heck I paid a thousand dollars for a set of pedals that <sighs> were original ones for an Eclipse I yeah. paid almost a thousand dollars for an original shift knob new in the box wow the fog lights for the yeah, super the fog lights for the super you know it's crazy some of it can be cheap though the fog lights for the super we paid 40 bucks for yeah i paid 40 dollars yeah. for them they were brand new in the box we could those. we could have sold them for a thousand bucks but yeah. that's the thing is is like we're honest people like that yeah. went into the super yeah sure so like you never know if somebody wants it right now today well i might only have so many resources i can get it from right but if uh we wait a year then within the year one might pop up for a deal and i'll snag it right you know yeah grab it up yeah but the thing about movie car details though like a lot of people online would say oh well you're this is an nat build because it was a de motor correct yeah and everybody will talk about how well the movie car was a a gte you know it had all these mods etc etc but based on the storyline when the hood is open it's a ge motor and it doesn't show the the engine out there a gte that the hood never gets open yeah the hood never gets open that's like the audio equipment a lot of people freak out about the audio equipment but Mm -hmm. like you never see that on screen yeah. So that's one of those yes. things where when you talk about screen accurate, um, it really comes down to how you know picky. What, yeah. What do it. you call screen accurate? Yeah. What do you uh, call screen accurate? Because so like when it comes to colors, because uh, colors a big thing. Yeah. We, color of the cars. It's so a big big thing. You can find the actual color code and all that online, mm-hmm. but in the movie there's a filter on the screen. Mm. So the green you see for the Eclipse, you love that color green. Right. But the actual color of the green is way lighter than that. Right. That makes sense. So yeah. I, our cars are not the lighter green. Our colors are what it looks like in the movie. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think see, we talked about that last yeah, time yeah, I was that, here. Yeah. That's and, one thing that I tell people all the time when, when people ask, oh, what's the color code? What's the color code? I'm like, well, ours is a custom color because ours is made to look like it does on screen. Yeah. Because the screen used color does not look that way in person. Yeah. It shows up and you're like, that's not the car. Yeah. Like, it's actually the yeah, car. And, and <laughs> yeah. If you don't believe me, go to Gatlinburg, Tennessee to the Stories Cars Museum and look yeah. at that car. It does not look like the movie car when you see it in person. Right. The color does not it look It looks right. lighter. We've had a car in that was movie correct colors. So. Yeah. It's like a puke green is what I would call it. It's, yeah. uh, it's not the, it's not lime green. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah there's lots green. of pictures online of it. Yeah, it doesn't look doesn't look like it. Either. Yeah. Everybody thinks so it's like details like that we try to go above and beyond and then yeah. like um, if a guy's looking for a Fast and Furious Eclipse and he wants mm-hmm. it to be a driver okay so those wheels are $3,000 a set. Yeah. And, and do you want to be riding around risking curbing pothole cracking a wheel yeah. that you will not find a replacement for? Ever again, yeah. So a lot of times we'll we have found a few other seven spoke wheels that are similar mm-hmm. that are you know from koenig or another brand sure so it's like we can slap these on here you can drive it beat the hell out of it drive it like a car yeah if you crack <laughs> a wheel curb it you know it, whatever uh, well tomorrow you have another wheel on yeah. the way it's not yeah. that big of a deal yeah. yeah well too some people like the upgraded newer version of what that would look like right i mean mm-hmm. they don't you know, for me, like we were, you know, we talked about, like, uh, I like them lowered. You know, I like them low, oh, I like yeah. them slammed. That car wasn't slammed on that. You know what yeah, I mean? That's rides yeah. high. You yeah, know? and so, in the Eclipse scene, like, the first scene of him taking off, the yeah. car is lowered. Yeah, Every right. other scene is lifted. <laughs> it's yeah, lifted up, uh, exactly. So, so, like, yeah, every car we're doing is coilovers. Yeah, is <laughs> like, we're wanting to do upgraded brakes, even if it's just a pattern rotor swap minimum. Like, doing yeah. slight, you know, upgrades if guy wants to make some more power out of it. Right now we're doing one that's going to make 450, 500 wheel. Yeah, he should be in between 450 and 550. Yeah. Uh, With over, power steering and yeah, AC. Yeah, power steering, AC, yeah, ball bearing turbo. That's, I, mean, that, I mean, the older I get, the more I enjoy the car that actually functions and works properly more than... Yeah, we want our customers to be driving their car and not be, oh man, I'm sweating my ass off on this thing. Yeah, I don't want to drive it. It's fun, but you know, I really wish there was a radio. Now we want to put the, let's give you the whole package. If you can afford the whole package, we'd much Mm -hmm. rather give you the whole package and you enjoy it. Right. Well, that's why I tell my wife and everybody who listens to this podcast have heard it before. Like, that's why I have cars without AC, like that Nova, that are just loud and rip your face off and then I have more refined cars that I like to drive yeah. get the two different experiences mm-hmm. sometimes I want to do that sometimes I just want to cruise oh, yeah. you know so I just sold a uh, 800 all wheel horsepower Eclipse jeez uh, it was all carbon. Is that the blue one? Yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah, the, the blue one. Yeah. All carboned yeah. out on 40 pounds of boost. Yeah. Not a freaking race car, dude. Fast as hell but no power steering. Yeah. No AC. <laughs> right. No heat. No radio. Yeah. Um, but you get in it you just you know, jump two or three bus links in front of a thousand horsepower GTR. Yeah, and you're gone. Thousand horsepower Camaro <laughs> Mustang. It's great how those races start because it start. I, that's why I tell Ryan, this is the one. That's the one car you get the O face. Some guys in some badass car and beep it down. You go to take off and you let them just go ahead and let them get a car lane. Mm-hmm. Let it be worth their while. Because as soon as I spool up, it is like flyby. Yeah, gone. Gone. And as I'm passing by, I always glance over because all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like, oh, the, what the hell? Yeah, the old face, like, and it yeah. just flies by. So Gombos, Gombos was on uh, on the podcast. He has uh, the world's fastest Mitsubishi Galant VR4. Okay. I mean, it is like, but if you watch his races, it's the same way. Like, yeah. coming off the line, it's like it's like nothing, right? But as soon as that thing spools and goes, I mean, dude, it's like a it's like shooting a bullet out of it, man. And oh, like yeah. watching him, and I mean, he shifts it. It's a shift car. It's not even yeah, that's uh, what not even an automatic. 
And like just watching him take off, and then when it starts hitting, oh my gosh! Like the end car is fantastic, yeah. you know. But uh, it's the same way with him, you know. I mean, he's like, dude, it's a gallant, you know. What yeah. I mean? You're pulling up in this like this four door car, and yeah. it's about to get just used, you know. Oh yeah. The <laughs> funny one we have right now though is the we have a LS, fully built LS. Four turbo, stroker, big single turbo. Yeah, in a 240SX. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's um, But it, it doesn't look the greatest, right? It looks kind of like a shitty car. You yeah, like hood. an old drift car that someone beat up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and under the hood looks like it's not all refined under the hood. It's, it's just good. like motor, valve covers, yeah. turbo. Used turbo, used headers. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it makes 700 a wheel on 8.5 pounds. Jeez. And, and it's good uh, for 30. And, so. and only 8.5 pounds. Yeah, no, with three God. people in the trunk spinning on the dyno. Wow. Because it's got tiny tires, yeah. little 245s. So just, you couldn't even stick Yeah, it. it just spins on the dyno. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on the street, it is a it's a bad car. Like, really? Yeah, above 70 mile an hour, it just hooks and goes. Yeah. It's real light. Um, but no one ever sees that coming. When they see it, they're like, ah, oh, just some yeah, old shit box. Yeah, yeah, just some old 240. Yeah. Well, about 10, 20 years ago, everybody was riding around in those, and, like, they weren't fast at all. You know? Oh, so, yeah, hell, uh, I remember. I yeah, mean, we just... The K-motors in them, and they were just not good motors. Yeah, I mean, in high school, those cars were, like, pennies on the dollar, oh, yeah. and now the drift tax and everything else, that is... It's, oh, yeah. Well, they beat so many of them up. It's like those yeah. Eclipses now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Did you find a clean out. Eclipse? Yeah. Find a clean one that A, a is not rusted, B that hasn't been beat on, or C doesn't have a million miles on it. Like, good luck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your ore has been modified till it, it's just crap at this point. <laughs> yeah. Half of them don't even run. You get you get online, you're and everybody posts these cars up, and they're like, it doesn't run. It needs a tune. It needs more fuel. I'm like, well, why don't you guys just do that? And that way, you sell the car for more right. money. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, like what we find out is most of them are bad engines. Yeah, oh, and yeah. that's the thing is, is like the ninety five, ninety six engines are just like the worst ones of them all. Yeah, yeah. Um, like when we're doing it, we're trying to find ninety eight, ninety nines. We're trying sure. to find the last two years of them. Yeah. If you're using a seven bolt, if you're going to that six bolt bottom and you can turn them up to big power, but the six bolt you're going to sacrifice stuff if you go to big power. Right. You're going to get the turbo's going to get so big you get in the way of the power steering. Yep. Yep. You're going to get in the way of, like, a lot of the creature comforts where, like, it's got so much boost, you're going to blow the heater yeah. core out if the head or gasket the, goes. Or the piping's just going to be snaked all throughout the thing. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's, yeah. Well, the biggest yeah. thing on cars that are really turned up, like, we're talking, like, 35, 45 mm-hmm. pounds of boost, is they never last. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> like... Race car. <laughs> yeah. Like, a, unless you got a billet block and some crazy stuff, like a hybrid block where it's a dry deck. Uh-huh. So, like, where water line comes out the side so there's no water there through the head gasket. Sure. But if there's water through the head gasket, like, on a stock block, stock head setup, um, when the head gasket leaks, it's going to leak so hard, yeah, so much pressure. Catastrophic. If you have heat in your car, it's going to blow the heater core right out on the passenger Jeez, put, on the man. passenger's... <laughs> Feet. Feet, yeah. So, like... Boiling to death. So, when you're out there... <laughs> yeah, so when you go to big power, it's like bypassing that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you get to take it Yeah, off. you're deleting the AC. Like, you're going to big power at yep. that point. So, like, a lot of the cars when we're doing full builds, like, we try to push driver-friendly car. Yeah. Even if it's bigger power, even if it's making bigger power, mm-hmm. like... Coming into it because that's the thing. A lot of our customers, some of them have multiple cars, and but then we have customers that come in for just like an exhaust, yeah, an intake, like yeah, coil. Yeah, we still do small stuff. So like, the whole shop's organized where we have two technicians for day to day stuff, smaller Mm -hmm. stuff, and then we have three other technicians that are a more mild job, might be a week, and then there's other guys that work on stuff that's months at a time. Sure. 
That makes sense. So, like, everything's organized where everyone's got a specific job, whether it's day-to-day, like when my master tech can fix any electrical (laughs) problem. Oh, my God. Tracks them down. There's a, that's a special, yeah. uh, a special quality in some. Oh man, man. Like, we see some really funny cars yeah, coming all through here. The, the one that's a good story is uh, we had a Hellcat 300C, mm-hmm. like a new gen 300C yeah, with a Hellcat. Yeah. So um, brings it in. He said he was doing donuts, and the car just shut down. <laughs> We're looking the car over. Um, just the shifter blinks red. Key don't work. Think the battery's dead. Throw a new battery in it. Yeah. Everything's got power. Just the shifter blinks. Yeah. Most people think the computer's fried. Shifter just blinks red. Jeez. Nothing. Yeah. No power, dash don't come on, nothing. We tracked it all the way down. What ended up happening when he did a burnout, this is like, took a couple days to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Just testing everything. What's got power, what's, sure. down, what's actually shut the car down. Um, when he did a burnout, a chunk of the tire went through the wheel liner <laughs> and it clipped one wire to the tire pressure monitoring system module. One wire frayed it to the body and it shut down the whole system. Wow. Unplug it, boom, fires up. But my technician spent like two, two and a half days getting to this point. And the car had just came from a shop where they were trying to sell him a computer and reprogramming and all this stuff. Yeah, they still wanted to track it down. Yeah, and they wouldn't have got anywhere with it. Yeah, They would have gotten nowhere. So like, it would have still been you still have to track it down and figure out what the problem was. Jeez, man. That's but, crazy. like, that's where we have, like, the right people for the right job. So, like, that guy, anything that's a problem no one else can figure out, a parasitic drain, mm-hmm. a computer problem, a communication problem, like, he's, he's going to track it. it down. We're going to go and track it down figure it out. We're but gonna, we're also up front with people about what that's going to cost. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's time, Yeah, because right? yeah. it's like, yeah, someone's mo- it's let's someone's figure out the so, problem. Yeah. Let's not um, guess at it. Like, yeah. I don't like yeah, guessing like, games. Yeah, just don't throw parts at it, you know. That's a well, that's usually what happens. I yeah. I recently had a guy bring us a charger, and he said, uh, there's two computers in the passenger seat. I just ordered another one off eBay. There's uh, two push-button start switches in the car. He was just buying parts because he thought that was a problem. Yeah. yeah, and what he had was a mouse nest underneath the back seat. Chewed <laughs> up half the wiring in the car. <laughs> yeah, that's at the end unreal. of the day, though, like, that's where I look at, like, good companies to bad companies. So, like, a good company... Is never going to want to waste a customer's money, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah, a bad company—they just want to take whatever money they can get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want more? Let's do yeah, more. Yeah. Just keep throwing parts <laughs> at it, and it's like me and Ryan both have had a ton of cars. We've owned a lot of cars. We've experienced a lot of cars, and we've also been on the spectrum of what's it going to cost to make something work or fix yeah. it. Yeah, and is it worth fixing it? Yeah, like, exactly. So is it worth it, fixing? That's the big one. Yeah, that's, that's a hard we'll conversation to have with people, with people too. So yeah, yeah, somebody might buy you know like an Eclipse, a three thousand GT, some old older car, maybe even a muscle mm-hmm. car, and they'll bring it in here. And I mean, hell, I've had '60s Mustangs come in here like. I just want to get it repainted, and the whole lower car's rotted up. <laughs> the rocker's rusted. It's full of Bondo. The quarters, the fenders, everything's yeah, full yeah, of Bondo. Yeah. The last shop whoever did it just decided Bondo was the, yeah, the Bondo fix. Yeah, Bondo was it. Um, and we price it the right way. This is what it is to fix it right, but we're also blunt honest. Mm-hmm. We would recommend probably just finding a better car. Right, yeah. Because, like, the cost of rust repair, if a car is rotted out, if you see rockers and lower quarters and fenders, the floor's gone at that point. Like, it, the bottom of the car is gone. Yeah. Bottom yeah. 10 inches of the car, it's rotted out. <laughs> it all is the car running. worth this much now? Yeah. yeah. And that's where we're, like, we're blown off with people. Like, yeah. we get, you know, this is probably wasn't the best purchase. So, like, maybe recoup it. Maybe yeah. sell it to a guy that's willing so, to do it himself. Yep. Sell to somebody and, yeah, and find something one. else that's a little better on it. Because the rust repair, you know, that's the thing. A paint job can be 
you know, five, 10, 15 grand for a paint job. Oh yeah. But if it's got rust repair, the rust repair alone could be, you yeah. know, five grand all the way to 40 grand. How, mm-hmm. how bad is it? Yeah. So, and that's where we're realistic is like, we're not trying to, uh, guide anyone in the wrong direction. No. And that's why we, yeah. Like, and, and, there's yeah. A, there, and there's not a lot of that in this industry, unfortunately, you know, no, I mean? so like I try and tell other shop owners is like, itemize everything oh yeah mm-hmm. our invoices are everything. so detailed yeah. detail everything that you want to do to it that the car needs how you're going to fix it sure itemize everything because then you know what hours you're actually going to be in it mm-hmm. because when we started out like so we restored a 63 impala the bottom like inch of the car had rust and spots mm-hmm. very minor 63 impala with uh, 9,000 original miles One, wow 9,155 um but the problem was is it set in a old lady's barn for 30 years yeah. and the barn caught on fire and the roof of the barn fell on the roof and it put oh, creases in the roof no yeah barn beam. and the car had the original headliner and stuff in it so yeah. we were able to barely tack on the roof skin and pull it out without even taking the headliner out pulling oh, the wow. roof out but the rust was like this is before we start like really knew how to itemize and stuff we were real yeah. small um but like we undersold that job dramatically mm. you know we're thinking we're going to be like a week or two weeks in it and we're like three months in it yeah yeah cutting the rust out fixing it the right way but at the end of the day it's like the end product yeah who do you want to be as a company what kind of quality do you what want kind of to... customers you want to attract yeah yeah, it, yeah because it's... those guys take it to the car show and then if someone's like oh well they so-and-so did it and it's shoddy work. You're like, well, shit, I'm not going over there. Oh, you know what I mean? We, like, people ask us all the time, if I do my own body work, will you paint it for me? Oof. And we're like, uh, no. no. Yeah. 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 No, we don't want our paint falling yeah. off because you're shitty body work. Yeah, that's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah or like, um, I mean, hell, so many customers have brought their own parts, too, and it's been the wrong parts. And you're like, sorry, can't use it. Yeah, you and that's the thing, you know, like... <laughs> If we ordered it and it was the wrong parts or something, the car dealer, yeah, we're looking at overnight in the parts for tomorrow. We're not trying to have them pick it up and bring it back. Like, sure. we'll take the responsibility of that. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I see a lot of other business owners just, they overwhelm themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, you guys are getting constant calls. Anybody who messaged you on Instagram, it's straight to the, hey, man, look, we're inundated right now. Yeah. We're going to get to you when we get to you. Yeah. you know? But that's a good good problem to have. You know, it's, it's good to turn down jobs. I mean, that means you're, you know, you're, you're, I mean, you're at full capacity, you know, you have room to grow, and sometimes you don't want to overwhelm yourself because then you're putting out shitty work at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, you're trying uh, to get them yeah through that's what we're trying to Yeah, and, we're trying to be realistic. I mean, yeah. ultimately, I feel like... Uh, we're very choosy with our body jobs. Yeah, like yeah. the automotive industry, like anybody thinks that they're going to start a company and get rich off of it, I think are yeah. out of their mind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, invest in real estate. If you're hearing me on that... I right? tell everybody that on this podcast, I'm like, if you think you're going to invest in cars and make a bunch of money, don't do it. Unless you... <laughs> are like super millionaire guy in like Lamborghini super, you know, super Legeras and things like that that mm-hmm. are just going to appreciate yeah. like crazy um, don't get into cars don't yeah. buy a, nine, a 99 Honda Civic Si and think you're going to flip it for a hundred grand in ten years because yeah. it ain't going to happen yeah. you know you probably lose money but like when it comes to car building though like we try to guide people in the right direction of like what a positive investment is so like if a guy invests 60 grand into a car and it's the wrong way to invest 60 grand car it's going to be worth 40 it's going to be worth 30 but if you invest 60 grand into a car you want to try and be around that break even point if you resell so like a lot of our fast and furious eclipses are good examples of those yeah so all of those that have been built are worth 
roughly what they cost. Yeah. Or oh, around there. Yeah, because so it's so like, yeah, I've seen a couple yeah. online that have been so I don't know if you guys have built them or not. Um, I don't think but, any of our cars have been yeah, for sale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was one in New Jersey that was very well put together, GSX. And no, I mean, I they were asking eighty, eighty five for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean I was like, that's probably what it cost what? to build that car. Oh know? yeah, no doubt. Yeah, but if our car was next to that it would it would show it up, huh? It would. I know exactly <laughs> what car you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we know which yeah. one of those. I almost yeah. bought that car. Uh, yeah, we almost four bought years it. ago mm-hmm. for thirty grand off the original owner. Oh, really? Huh? And I passed it up because the body work was not up to not as good. Yeah, yeah, we'd have to redo the whole body. Yeah. Wow. The yeah. body kit was like screwed on. It wasn't, it wasn't molded. molded in. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure he had it painted twice, didn't he? Yeah, and it has uh, no power steering, no AC. Yeah, and yeah, then, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they, they still didn't mold it in, which really surprised us. That car was painted twice, and they didn't mold the body. But, I mean, huh. that's why a lot of people like when a lot of guys are looking at Fast and Furious, Eclipses, Supra, Domstar, any of those cars, we could yep. cause problem. Because a lot of times they're coming to us is like that. It all starts with the paint body. So like yeah. the paint body is what everybody's after. That's how it's sold. Yeah. Yeah, and if a guy wants to put their own car together, like we'll still do the paint body. Yeah. Like we're willing to work. The, I just um, we've sold a few eclipses where we've done the paint, body, and suspension. Yeah. And guys have put their own interior in. They've done their own motor build. Yeah. Um, and we're all for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, we're all for it. Like, well, we like working on our own cars. So we yeah, that was gonna be one of my questions. Like you know, when people come to you, you know, usually what's what's a go? But you guys seem pretty open to anything. But again, you're choosy with what you want to do. Someone's not going to show up with. Uh, you know, piece of crap car and be like, yeah, just uh, do this and this, and I'm out of here. You know? It's like, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. the thing is, is we'll tell them how it is. Like, yeah. uh, you know, the the one, the worst ones are the '70s big body cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they'll come in or a '60s car, but yeah, like Cadillacs, Lincolns. Yeah, Niger, whether it's yeah. a big wheel car, a muscle car, it yeah. don't matter. Like all over the spectrum, donk, muscle car, anything in between in that era. Sure. Um, but let's say the turn signals aren't working and the radio don't kick on mm. and the wiring's a problem. Yeah. And it's got the original '60s or '70s wiring in it. You can pinch it and just break the wires in half. Sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of those guys will be like, "Well, can you just fix it?" Yeah. Um, and the whole car needs rewired. Yeah. Like you were talking about earlier. I mean, we just had that so like, dropped off today. Yeah. Another yeah. one. So like some customers are understanding like to put to wire a whole car. I mean, you're talking like a week's worth of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. So like, <laughs> as you know, so making like, connectors yeah. and making sure it's run right and everything. That's yeah. And if you do the cur- you got to do the connectors right. You know what I mean? And not yeah. Just so like, like do using the right technician, yeah. the right materials. You're talking about a week's worth of a job. Having all the materials here, the cars here. Strip it down. Put all new harnesses in it. Put it all back together. Mm-hmm. It fires up. It runs. All the lights work. The radio. The heater box. Wipers. All this. Everything, everything yeah. functions. But now you have zero issues electrically. You're right. Yes. So, like, you've not replaced alternator, starter, or battery. All that's still stock. The actual wiring, the mechanics of the electronic, the hardware, yep. has all been all replaced, yeah. and it all works. You're about a week, usually a week to a week and a half in it, depending on how many, like, creature comforts, stuff sure. like that. Yeah. 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 All that, you know, all that's variable. So, yeah. um, But when guys see the cost of that, of, like, you know, is this, four, you know, this might be $4,000, it might be $8,000 yeah. to rewire my whole car. When they see that, they're like... It's something they never see. Right. It's all hidden. Mm-hmm. And the end of the day, it's what functions the entire car. Yes. So, like, a lot of guys see that, and they're like, oh, I ain't paying for that. Just fix it. And we are not willing to just put butt connectors on stuff. That the wiring is <laughs> yeah. shot. Yeah. You can take it to Billy Bob Automotive up the road. Yeah, yeah, they they can deal with it, deal with <laughs> yeah. the problems every other month when something else goes wrong. Sure. Um, sure. And that's where we're blunt honest with people. Like, 
This yeah. is the right way to fix it. That's all I'm interested in doing is fixing it the right way. Nice. I'm not interested in uh, doing some bullshit repair. Right. Together. Yeah. What uh, <laughs> What movie cars haven't you built that you absolutely want to build? If somebody would come to you like a dream build, you'd well, be like, yes, I'm in. So we've already done the Eleanor car. Yeah. So I'm wanting to do awesome. another Eleanor car. Yeah. Um, but I want to do it for myself at first, and then I'll end up selling it. Yeah. Um, but I'm wanting to do twin turbo, 1,000 horsepower, small mm-hmm. block Ford. Put a six-speed in it. No, that. I'm doing a small block. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Oh, yeah, wow. I want to do it. So I have a fully built, um, fully built, not nothing stock about the motor at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Um, we're going to twin turbo that, make it a 1,000 horsepower. Wow. That's one of the like, dream builds, make the flares a little wider, throw three-piece wheels on it, slam it. Sure. Big tires, mini tub. Look great. <laughs> I want it to be as fast as that turbo 240. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> but yeah. still have air conditioning, have, you know, 10, 12 All speakers the nice in the stuff. thing. Yeah. Well, I guess one thing we haven't talked about yet um, is. And then some other cars we're wanting to do. So the Hansa RX7 from the Fat Tokyo mm-hmm. Drift. Which one is that? The orange one. It's orange and black. It doesn't look like an RX7, but it, it is an RX7. It look, kind of looks oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, uh, uh, what's the kit that's on that? Yeah, yeah that one right there. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's got the wheel side body kit. Yeah, the so side body kit. We've already been in yes. contact with wheel side. Um, we're wanting to get that going, but the availability of the kit. Oh, it's so the no. body kit is uh, twenty seven thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The wheels are fifteen thousand dollars. The seats yeah. are three thousand yeah. dollars. Like so, you're talking like forty five grand in parts yeah, before just you to, even uh, started. Yeah, yeah, before you yeah. even started. Plus yeah. the cost of the car. Plus a motor oh, build, yeah. you know, because it's rotary. It's only going to make, like, you know, 30 horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can add another rotor now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, every additional rotor is about 15 grand. Yeah, <laughs> they're expensive yeah they really are. Yeah. I love to build a four-rotor. Yeah. 1,000 horsepower. That's yeah. like $60,000. We've also talked yeah. about doing Brian Skyline in the R34. <laughs> yeah. We've been tossing around that idea. We've had Those are hot right now. I mean, they're expensive. Man, that's Yeah, but uh, that's car. another thing we're putting together is like all the pieces and parts to make Brian's R34 Super. Yeah. I mean, yeah. R34 Skyline. Skyline, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we're talking about that starting with a real GTR and what's the option if someone wants to start with the GTST or GTT. Yeah. Yeah, but have all the parts available if they want to. Yeah, because yeah, Brian's R34 is wide body because yeah. it was made from a real GTR. So like we've sure. already sourced everything to make that car. Nice. Um, nice. So that'll be something on a production line eventually. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then another Supra. We've always talked about that. Yeah, we we'll do another Supra, but yeah. we'll up it up. Anytime like we're gonna do another movie car, we've only done one yeah. of. I'm gonna up it up a little bit. Yeah. So bit. the next Supra, we'll probably turn it up. The last one made 530 wheel. The next one will probably make seven or eight hundred wheel. Sure. Sure. Then maybe the third one will make a thousand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thousand horsepower is fun. Have you had anything with a thousand horsepower? I have never had anything on a thousand horsepower. Oh, man. I would imagine that's a. That's where the fun starts. Man. (laughs) I had a buddy with the uh, Audi R8 V10, and that was. That thing was fast man that, that's a fast car because yeah. it's light and everything yeah uh-huh. no no he had uh he had i think some intake work done some exhaust work done but that was about it damn that's slow shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they're still good cars for sure yeah yeah no but a thousand horsepower now versus a thousand horsepower like 20 years ago is like completely oh yeah yeah it's like, um, it's I mean, manageable five, now yeah you know? 500 horsepower today compared to 500 horsepower 20 years ago is a totally yeah. different game yeah, yeah exactly. but a thousand horsepower in a light car you're talking like 70 mile an hour to 200 Nothing. back down to 70 within a mile <laughs> oh, that's moving dude 
You had any bikes or anything? Any fast What's bikes? that? You get into motorcycles? No, I haven't got into motorcycles. I had a buddy when I was real young die on a motorcycle, and I just told myself, no, I'm going to do it. You know, I mean, I like you know, you ride around in downtown Houston, you know, you lay a bike down in the middle of I-10 and rush oh, out yeah. traffic, you're, you're not going to live. Yeah. You know, it's just, road He's all about bikes. Yeah. yeah. Certain certain times and yeah. spots. Uh, yeah. Ride around in yeah. traffic or anything. But yeah. I've got an H2. Supercharged yeah. Kawasaki. You like it? Yeah. Yeah. I got it to introduce myself to speed. So okay. like when we started getting into uh, higher horsepower cars, yeah. um, I've always been comfortable on bikes. Bikes is a yeah. passion of mine. Um, sure. But bikes are very dangerous. Yeah. But yeah. they are a lot cheaper though. So <laughs> like an H2, oh, mine yeah. makes 251 wheel horsepower. Um, and it less than $30,000. Yeah. So for less than $30,000, you can go like, you know, 70 to 210 back down to 70 probably twice in a mile jeez um like it's an insanely fast bike yeah. it really shows you what g-force is how yeah. something handles <laughs> um, hold on to it <laughs> yeah yeah but do using new technology too right. so yeah. like i've rode a lot of bmws and stuff like that that have a lot of tech wheelie controls all mm-hmm. these traction controls the h2's got electric suspension on it and stuff yeah yeah so like, a yeah, lot like of I said, it's go, it, going fast now versus going fast like 20, 30 years ago is like completely different. Oh, yeah, because okay. like to go to that fast on a bike, like you'd have to have like 1,500 horsepower to keep up with it in a car. Jeez, man. So, That's kidding it. Yeah, you got to be in something fast and yeah. a lot of power and really lightweight. It's a yeah. lot of money too. Yeah, and a lot of money. You're talking at least $100,000 to keep up with the $30,000 bike. Oh, yeah, for sure. So yeah. like getting that experience from it was a learning curve of, knowing what when people say they want a thousand horsepower what kind of weight it is what that feeling is going to be like i drive all the cars so like i know what a thousand horsepower gtr is one of the funnest ones we've had funnest, funnest yeah <laughs> um we have what's the rick's money yeah the what uh, year is that 86 so 86, 86 or 87 yeah. i had an 86 monte carlo so okay. monte carlo i raced it it was great yeah. Yeah. it is a street it. car dude but yeah. this thing he said you want more power so we throw a fully built 434. Uh-huh. It's an odd cubic inch size small block. Um, big pro charger. It makes 1,000 horsepower. Jeez, with G body. With, yeah. with five of us in the trunk of the car on the dyno, it's still eight through a set of tires. God. Yeah. Yeah. Man. But it, so it's still old school, though. So he wanted to keep it old school. So it's small yeah. block. It's yeah. a turbo 400 with a trans brake. It'll, yeah. But the crazy thing is in third gear, it's got a long gear in the back. I can't remember rear gear. It's I like it's a it'll go like yeah. 150, 170, somewhere sure. on their top speed. But in third gear, if you're rolling down the highway and you just stab it, yeah. the rear end just hops around, just moves up and down for a second, and then just yeah. starts smoking like crazy. Wow! Just yeah. rolling oh, right now. Does that oh. whole car just flex? I mean, those cars are so flexible. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like twisting. I mean, you can just like sit on it, and oh, twist it up, you know. What it's I mean? such an event experience to drive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His car gets a lot of attention. Yeah, we yeah. just did. That's a good example of like yeah, career. starting out. So like he started out wanting a little more power, and then we ended up throwing a full drivetrain in it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then it was like, all right, well, next year I'll wait a little bit. We just did the full interior in it. Sure. And wheels. Custom interior and yeah, wheels. Sure. And then he's going to come back and we're going to do some big breaks and stuff like that on it. Yeah. I had uh, Christina on the podcast and uh, she's building a 86 Cutlass. 
Oh, okay. And uh, so she was bracing it. And when I got there, she, she you know, had braced a Nova and everything like that. And so she was, I was, she was just bracing the hell out of that car because it's going to get a fully, fully built motor. She's going to run. Yeah. You know, going to run a, a high class in that in that car. So she was like bracing it to hell. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> you know? I was like, man, those things are just so flimsy, man. I remember having mine. It just wanted to just, you know, that front end just wanted to just twist every single time. You That's know? part of the fun of it, though. It so is, yeah. Call, they call that the G-Body Shuffle. Is yeah. What they call right. that. So, yeah. Yeah. We get a lot Did it a few times. <laughs> we get a lot of G-Bodies in here. The turbo cars, V8 cars. Yeah, yeah. Know. Was yours yeah. T-top or? No, it was not a T-top. Yeah. Hard top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love that. Have had many T top G bodies come mm-hmm. through here. Yeah, I sold it to some guy, and then I think uh, at some point he probably blew the motor because I saw it up on uh, Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace like three or four years later, and it looked like it was just like been beat to hell. So <laughs> either someone took the motor out of it and uh, just kept the car there, or it, they broke it and they were just like, screw it, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> It was like twenty five hundred bucks. I was like, man, I should buy that car back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, another car to just beat the hell out of. Yeah, exactly. It had probably been probably been all all messed up. So, what are uh, some personal builds you want to do? I mean, you already you know mentioned a couple. I mean, yeah. like when a lot of, I feel like I drive a lot of the cars, so I get yeah. to experience like everything. Sure. Um, ultimately, though, I'll end up getting some kind of exotic down the road. Okay. Uh, that's long term goal. Long term yeah. would be something really exotic. Right. Right. Um, I have always wanted a 69 Charger. That's one of the things I'd love to have. Oh, you just need to tell them about what you've been owning. (laughs) (laughs) I have the oddest uh, group of cars. Oh, man, uh, yours with me. I'm the same. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever owned a Fiero? No, I haven't, but I do have a soft spot to Fiero. And actually, two podcasts ago, a guy has an extremely nice collection. And one of his favorite cars was a Fiero, and there is super low miles. Yeah. So Ryan's owned, a, Ryan's owned a few. I'm on my sixth one now. But Six Fiero. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's a little much. I, um, <laughs> the last one he had, it was pretty rare. It was T-Top. Yeah, I had an 88 yeah. T-Top car, five-speed. I uh, had the lumbar support in the driver's seat, which is a really oh, rare nice. option. So I'll buy them, fix them, and sell them. But, yeah. Uh, I also own a Pontiac Aztec with the tent. Wow. It has the tent. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And a cooler as a center console. Yeah, wow. it's got the lunchbox center Dude, console. Yeah. <laughs> those yeah. have uh, uh, the... the Don't let him the, the, though. He's the longer time has gone, the more those are appreciated. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my girlfriend and I went hiking last year, and she was like, we should go camping. And I said, I have always wanted to go camping in a Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> I, was like, you know, I was like, we did a lot of camping when we were kids. I was like, so I think that'd be fun. And she had no idea what it was i showed her a video of it on a saturday night sunday morning by 10 a.m i already had the keys to a pontiac aztec yep, three thousand dollars yeah no less than that actually that's a wow <laughs> 10 not included i had to find that separately yeah, yeah. i go to this show yeah. uh yeah the mattress was not included yeah, but i found one of those mattress. too wow jeez. Yeah. yeah i have uh, i had a guy on these uh, obscure cars daily he runs their instagram which you should probably follow it's yeah good. i need to do that he's really good he finds like <laughs> obscure stuff but he has a car show a monthly car show and mm-hmm. like uh he's had a couple aztecs show up yeah like some really weird one-off stuff you know and you're like geez that's i forgot about that car yeah, yeah. I, I like odd and weird cars like yeah. uh well how long i don't know geo metro yeah yeah that's another thing i've, I've never Ryan has the hard on for a low miles perfect geo metro so if anybody on here has one <laughs> or please hit our instagram up with a low mile mint condition rust free geo metro not a convertible it's gotta be yeah. a two-door hatchback 
What color, <laughs> what color? The yellow, the mint green, the pink. I would take any. A yeah. black one would be cool. It's got to be a three cylinder, no four cylinders. I got to okay. have the three cylinder. Wow, you just really. Brian <laughs> <laughs> went on a hyper mileage stream for a while. Oh yeah, first uh, generation you... Honda Insight. Yeah, I owned oh, one of those wow. too. Yeah, yeah, and then you had a Civic. I had a Honda Civic that'd get like sixty miles per gallon. Yeah, oh, we did all this gosh. aerodynamic stuff too. Yeah, I bought uh, gutters from Lowe's and chopped them in half and used them as side skirts. Wow. Remove the mirrors. See, we need people like this. Yeah. This is what makes this is yeah. why it's so good because you have the two you, you two couldn't be more opposite of each other oh yeah this is at the very first shop right we're out in the pole barn and ryan's like i want to get more gas mileage and we talk about arrowing it out and then all of a sudden he's found a thread of people doing gutters so now he's got gutters and mirrors gone people are walking in that shop like what the hell it's even better right it's snowing in the middle of winter and he's driving this thing and it looks like a freaking it's just shoveling the snow as he's driving it <laughs> plowing everything yeah it's got insane fuel mileage i'll tell you that much and he's talking hypermile you rode with anybody hypermile no i watched uh, i've oh, watched God. a few shows <laughs> on hypermilers and i watch a youtube on a hypermiler and it's like man you got to think like five steps ahead to make oh, yeah. sure you're like I want to I don't want to use the brakes because I want to coast into mm-hmm. the turn and yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, Ryan's bam 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 zero to 60 in 45 seconds yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I like having fun with my cars though like we've gone to every wild Wednesday this year out at Lucas Oil Raceway okay. uh, and I took I've taken two Fieros I've taken an S550 Mustang and my LS Swap BMW oh nice uh, so uh, really, it's one of those things where it doesn't really matter what it is. I like having fun with it. So. Okay. He's got an LS in his BMW, too. Yeah, you know what? Let me tell you. Let's talk about Ryan for a second. So, <laughs> I wanted to talk about personal cars and him blowing engine. <laughs> oh, I got the graffiti car. <laughs> Actually, here's that fun car we had a long time ago before we started the shop. We bought a late model race car. You know oh, what that yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. An asphalt, oh, yeah. Late, an asphalt yep. late model. Yep. And we decided. And we pulled the photo of it yep. so he My, knows what he's talking about. You can go ahead. My cousin uh, races one. Oh, really? Yeah, up in Minnesota. Okay, yep. so, right, he's all circle tracked out, and we're, yeah. you know, and I come from the NASCAR world. That's right? perfect. Right. I got, I got to see some in. great late models, and I was like, let's yep. buy one of these and uh, turn it into a drift car. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Look at all that angle on that thing. Oh, my gosh. So, we custom make some. Which That's one awesome. So, we custom make some spindles and some suspension to make it turn farther. Oh my god. Let me see it. That's cool. Yeah, all right. That's right. cool. Yeah. I'll yeah. show you the next photo after he's done yeah, talking. That's cool. Anyway, we throw uh, I'll, I'll have to get that one and throw it on the uh on the uh, web page. We, we throw an engine in, just a little mild built 350 we yeah. bought from an engine builder. And uh, I'm like, <laughs> you know, just keep it under 6000 RPM. That's all you got to do. And Ryan spins it out and just wow. <laughs> you just hear that thing scream to like 8500 and it turns off. Yeah, shocker. Yeah. We get it in the pit. He's like, "Yeah, the, it just died on me." All the valves are floated. Yeah, right. We get it in the pit. The valves, the valves just died on me. It just died on me, right? Right. We go to start it. Just cranks over so like battery dead. Go get a new battery. Still cranks slow. No, it's locked up. Yeah. <laughs> well, before that happened, you saw what color it was. It was yeah. orange. Orange, yeah. Yeah, I told Dylan, I was like, you know, if we're gonna have an orange late model, we need to dress it up. So we uh, we dressed it up real good. Oh yes. <laughs> oh one on the door and all. Oh yeah, they will generally. Actually, yeah. it was funny. When I was talking to my buddy on the way over. He's like. You think those guys have built a General Lee? I was like, I don't think they have. He's like, you need to tell them to build you know, a General so Lee. That's yeah. actually where this all comes from, movie okay. car wise. So, all right, we grew up watching the Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's long before, long before both of us. So, our dad, when he married my mom, 
before he married her, he spent four years building a General Lee in the 80s. Yeah, uh, and he actually had one done, one that was still on TV. Yeah, one that was still on TV. Yeah. So, and, so it was an actual movie, or actual yeah, show called yeah, yeah. Like, So my mom Street used to show us, her, she carried a camera during their honeymoon uh-huh. when they went to like Gatlinburg, Tennessee. So, mm-hmm. um, and every time they stopped the camera, like when they walked back they the car. They were driving the General Lee, yeah. Yeah, they were driving the General Lee. Every time they walked back the car, there's a group of people around the car uh-huh. taking yeah, pictures. People just, that's they were the original, cool. like, you know, show car yeah, everybody like wanted. The, yeah. yeah, that's the one. So, like, seeing that, we have always had, like, an interest in movie cars. Ryan's over Here's one of Ryan's for you. You didn't even bring it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. My, so, I, his first car ever was Kit from Knight Rider. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a good one, too. Bought it when I was 13. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good yeah. one. Yeah. bought it when he was 13 for 350 bucks. 350 bucks, yep. And then just spent wow. four years making a kit. Yeah, yep. So I own one of those Trans Ams. Not great cars. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> the third gens are trash. They call them third gens yeah, for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not great. Now between Dylan, myself, and our other brother, we've probably owned like forty or fifty of those cars. Really? Yeah. I had, I had an '89 IROC, and it was awesome. 350 TPI, like oh you know, yeah. Oh dude, it was like the highest of the high. Was it yeah. manual or an auto? It, it was an auto. Been, I think you could only get them an auto in '89. Yeah, you could yeah. only get them. An you could only get them an yeah, auto. You know about this, yeah. <laughs> And so I sold that car, and the guy drove away, and I was like, no, maybe we'll get another third gen. And then I went and got a, a Trans Am after that, and I got in it and drove it for, like, five minutes, and I was like, no. <laughs> not the same. Not the same car. Like, got to get rid of this thing. It was the, a 305. Uh, what what year did you have your IROC? IROC was in 89. Yeah. So what uh, what year did you own it? Oh, I owned it in, let's see here, I moved to Pittsburgh in 2010, so probably like 2012. Yeah, so that would have been back when those cars were at like around the lowest in Oh, yeah, point. I bought it for like 3500 bucks. Yeah, whereas now, what would that be worth, 25 30 Oh, yeah, easily, yeah. yeah. I think I sold it for 10 Yeah. I held on to it for a little while and mm-hmm. ended up flipping it off for 10 and I was like, oh. Yeah, that's, yeah, how, that's we, how we got it. We owned yeah. so many of them because we could buy them for two and 300 bucks. Yeah. And, Take what we need off of them, part them out, or yeah. get them running. Yeah. I just cleaned this one up. the The problem was is the guy, uh, the security system had locked him out. Oh yeah, the vets. So yeah, mm-hmm. so you know, I put it up on the trailer and I fixed it. You know, it only took me a few hours. Fixed it, turned it on, put some fresh gas in it, cleaned the whole thing up because it had been sitting under a tree, so it had mold on the outside. Yeah. Oh yeah. Waxed it, everything. Did the car look brand new? It was great. So here's a question for you: What's the cheapest car you've ever bought? Cheapest car, ooh, I've ever bought. Like cheapest oh. dollar amount. Oh, oh, oh well, the Chevelle. Uh, we got you beat on that. <laughs> um, how much did I pay for that Chevelle? No, I paid a pretty good amount for that Chevelle. I got to think about that one because I'm Have trying. Have you bought to th- anything in the hundreds? Have you bought anything in two digits? <laughs> I've never bought anything in two digits. So, <laughs> so when we were teenagers, yeah. Dylan had just got his license. I was yeah. You gotta remember, we're really broke at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, yeah. We grew up out in the county, Shelbyville, Indiana. Yeah, like, like, we're really broke. Like, yeah. So I mean, our, our parents had five kids. My dad made thirty thousand dollars a year for decades. Yeah, sure. Being a truck driver, underpaid, and like. It was five kids, grandma and a cousin living yeah. in a three bedroom house. Like yeah. it, it was really tight. But sure. our we're driving out in the country and so Well, Nick told us about it. Our brother worked with a guy and he didn't like he stopped working at this place and my brother told us he's like, Hey, that guy you used to work with has this truck in his front yard and I think he's like moving out. You guys uh. should see if you can buy his truck. So we drive out there, and there's this 1979 Ford F100 sitting next to this guy's house with, like, 
probably three tons of trash in the bed, like piled up real tall. And we were like, hell, I wonder what do you take for it? So we're like, hey, would you be interested in selling that? And he comes out. We think he may have been a little lit, possibly, for all we know. Sure. But uh, he was like, we're yeah. We're really young, too. Yeah, we're yeah. really young. Like I said, I was 14 at the time, and this guy was like, yeah, I'll sell it. I got to get rid of it all. Uh, we're negotiating with him. I, I think he said he wanted like four or five hundred bucks for it. I was like, oh, we can't do that. And he said, he, <laughs> he, said, he has his title. And he says, well, what would you give me for it? And I like jokingly said, well, I've got $30 on me. Deal! No He's way, like, man. Yeah, deal. Hit, signs the title 30 bucks. Over. 30 bucks. We rusted hunk of oh, shit, man. though. Right? But it starts. It fires up, yeah. right? We're driving yeah. at the gas station. It's <laughs> like, Wamba. Wamba. And we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. We get to the gas station. The main fuel line is just like, it gets fuel pressure, it runs, and then it like it's just pissing out. <laughs> Jeez, good God. Yeah. yeah, I think that uh, that Trans Am, I think, was like 2500 bucks. Yeah, we we, I, we did officially do that. Yeah. Our first yeah. two cars were really cheap. Mine yeah. was 350 I Yeah, think yours was, yeah. was, yeah, mine was 350 yours was 350 Yeah. Yeah. I had an yeah. 80. Yours was an 86 Firebird, yeah. 86 five speed hard Yeah. Time. Bought it for yeah. 350 bucks. I, I luckily learned at an early age to buy the best car you could afford because it yeah. ends up costing way more <laughs> it does. Side, you know yeah we learned like, that at a very young age we're yeah. like we'll buy this car for 300 yeah but bucks. we started out really cheap so yeah, like, yeah, we should. Like, yeah. before we had like actual jobs we were doing landscaping for yeah. random people for yeah, $5 for an hour yeah sure sure well, but really? even that I just bought that Chevelle that was a whole, I mean a rust rust bucket <laughs> and it was like it was the cheapest one I could possibly find, but it, the, it had the parts that I needed on it to swap everything, you know, into mine. And that, I mean, I and I think, oh man, I gotta remember. I think I paid like twenty eight hundred bucks for the car. Mm-hmm. Took all the parts out and ended up selling it for like twenty eight hundred bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? But people need they need those cars, you know. Oh it's yeah. Comes to that point where it had a vent on it, had a clean title. It was rusted. It yeah. went a straight panel on it, but man, that guy was like, "I'm gonna, I've redone them worse." Yeah, so I, I mean, like, that's the way a lot of the eclipses yeah, the, are now. Yeah. So like, we'll yeah. buy a lot of eclipses for parts. So like, tail lights, they don't sell reman tail lights. I know they don't know. sell seals. They don't yep. sell the trim pieces around the window. It's the trim on the window. I've been, mm-hmm. I'm looking for a couple of those right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, in a lot of cases, have, I probably have all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm buying some off you before I leave. Pallets back there of eclipse parts. <laughs> yeah, really? All right, I'll go screw. I'll, I'll go uh, scrounge through that. Yeah, Maybe take a few on my way home. <laughs> yeah, the eclipses is crazy. That Dude. that you know, it's if the crazy thing is, is harder to restore a '90s Japanese car than it is a '60s muscle car. So I had this conversation mm-hmm. when I was at uh, that car show. So there's a guy uh, in Washington. He just he was on the podcast, but he just opened up uh, basically a you know. He's going to buy cars and flip them, you know. He has, so he has, like, an 80s, 90s dealership. That's what he's, like, specializing yeah. in. And mostly European cars, a couple of Japanese cars. But I told him, I was like, these 90s, like, Eclipses and 90s, like, 300ZXs and stuff like that, they're in a weird point where they don't remanufacture parts, and all the OEM parts are pretty much gone. Right. So now you're in the junkyards, which the 70s guys had to learn in, like, the 80s and early 90s yeah. before... They started remanufacturing parts, and now you can pretty much build an Eclipse or a Mustang, or Eclipse, a Chevelle or a Mustang out of a catalog at this point. 
it's going to get to that point where you know aftermarkets are going to catch up and start building that stuff. But right now, well, so that's it a, ain't it. It's a different <laughs> game though, too, though, because the '90s are made all from plastics. I know. So mm-hmm. like yeah. getting molds for that and stuff, like you yeah, have absolutely. a pretty solid customer base to even do. Yeah, but you got to remember the IRA. I mean, the third gen Camaros and Trans Ams were like that. And now you know some of these companies America, are making them. So like, there's way more. That's way, very true. way, way more. Yeah, very true. Very true. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, for me, like, I kind of hope they don't make a lot of those parts because that only increases the value yeah. of my car. You know what and I mean? And we'll have a surplus of parts, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there's a guy, Rick's Racing. I don't know if you've run oh, across yeah. him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's right there in PA next to me. Oh, so, really? Oh, yeah. He's like 30 minutes from my house. So oh, he yeah. stockpiles the hell out of those yeah. cars, man. You know? And he's, he's keeping parts yeah, and we've everything. we've talked to him a few times. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, he's... Uh, yeah, because tuning, he does some tuning and he does engine overalls and stuff. Yeah. So him and that guy, Rob, are down down my way so you know they kind of kind of pass stuff back and forth you know i almost bought a he had a white one down there i almost bought off of him yeah so but it it needed quite a bit of the car i'm excited to drive though is the c5 we're doing oh really yeah. the, the, that blue one out there yeah, with yeah. The twin turbo on twin it? turbo fully built drivetrain yeah. it should make at least a thousand to like 1150 at the tire man jeez so, i love those c5s too you know what's crazy is, is the customer. You tell them about yeah. it. No, so, I haven't, no. So, you know, this automotive industry is all, like, male-dominated. Oh, yeah. So, the lady, that, it's a lady that owns it. Oh, really? So, mm-hmm. she's in her 50s. Really? She used to race sprint cars. And uh, really? we've done a few cars for her, like Supercharged or Scat Pack. We got a fully built Hemi um, back here. Yeah, she had, a, C, she had a C6 um, Corvette for her wife. Wow, um, I might have to get her on the podcast. Yeah, she's super cool, right? <laughs> yeah, I always um, like when women come on. You know, they're yeah, and yeah. She's yeah. a successful business owner and stuff. Oh yeah, like, she's uh, great then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but like, you know, what's crazy is, is most of the cars we've built that are six hundred plus horsepower. Like, I show <laughs> the customer how to drive them. And they still, they get in it. You know, they might it's whip it sideways. Curve, right? and they're like, oh shit, this is yeah. a lot more powerful yeah. than it was. Um, like we supercharged her scat pack, she leaves the parking lot just dr- drifting it oh. out and just lighting <laughs> yeah. them up, right? Don't she's the her. one person, yeah, you can just hand the keys to her and she's full confident. Yeah, She'll yeah. Send she it, can right? just teach yeah. you how to drive the car. <laughs> yeah, she's been, she was telling me about her sprint cars, you know, making seven to nine hundred horsepower, God. just kicking it into the turns on the dirt. It was dirt racing. Jeez. And man. asphalt. So, but, yeah. um, this the Corvettes for her, and uh, this is going to be probably the fastest like car she's owned. But really? um, she's going to whip this thing like that thing tomorrow. is nice out there. There is yeah, no clearance seen, for that turbo. I was say, yeah. you haven't even seen the wheels on it yet. It's got the dyno wheels on it now, though. Oh, really? It's so wide. Yeah, we can't put that. Yeah, three fifty three fifty fives go on the back of it. Oh, really? So you yeah. can't fit it on the yeah on the roll. Yeah, yeah, so like that car, wide. it's wide body too, custom wide body, but yeah. that's flared. Versus yeah. like it's been on your body. site. It's been on your on yeah. Your, uh, we were Instagram, yeah. On Instagram. Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. It's just really waiting to nice. get it dialed. It's been a yeah. few issues. That's the thing with any car. There's always issues. So like the the red Corvette, the '65. Right. Mm-hmm. We get it all put together, and the whole car. It's pretty much done. Runs and drives. Mm-hmm. We start putting test miles on it, and uh, under the hood, it's turning into an oven. Yeah. yeah. It's getting Not hot, overheating or anything. Engine staying right at like uh, right around 200. Mm-hmm. But the engine's turning into an oven. It's not evacuating air enough. Oh, jeez. So we carve out the scoop in the hood. Um, we've added heat insulation. The headers were ceramic coated. Mm-hmm. We've wrapped those as well. We're like cutting heat out. But because of the heat, it got the body in one spot up to 140 degrees. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. it warped the paint. Yeah. So that's like one thing like 
when that happened, like I brought my customer in and I was like, you know, this is what's happened. This is our fix for it. This is what we're addressing now. Yeah. Um, because it's a setback. Like, you know, some shops will just hand that off. Here you go. Here's your car. Hopefully sure. they don't notice it. No, we're, we're building a very high-end car. So like, mm-hmm. we want this thing to be perfect, driver-friendly, ready to yeah, go. Yeah, with the anticipation of it actually being yeah, used. Yeah, actually being yeah. used. It's not a show car. So it is a show car, but it's a driver too. So. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's a driver first. That's nice. why I look at yeah. it. I hope nice. he gets rock chips and scratches in it and beats the fuck out of it. That's what I hope yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the point of it, right? Yeah, then we know he's using it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, me personally, I really don't like a PPF, paint protection film. Yeah. I don't like it. I, I, had, I don't like uh, the look of it. It's a great fix for rock see, chips. Yeah. But, yeah. but you can see it from a mile away. Yeah. That's the problem. A you really know? good show paint job, like the, the glassiness to it. Like, you just can't. The guy who laid the one on my Chevelle uh, is in Houston, and he's done quite a few show cars, and, man, he just put down a paint job, man. Oh, and it yeah. looks, you know, that and my Nova, I had it painted by a local guy in Pittsburgh, and I, I was going to, originally, I was going to drag race that car. So yeah. I was like, I really don't care what the paint looks like. But you put those two cars side by side, and it's like, dude, it's like, dang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Not even close. Yeah. $5,000 versus $15,000. Yeah. You're looking at it right there. Yeah, you know? exactly. So that's why I tell people when they come over to the house, you know, they're always like, oh, you know, what did this guy so I'm like, this is this is the two spectrums right here. Yeah. yeah, but like when it comes to the paint side of it, it's like I personally, with my personal cars, like I'd rather have a nice show car paint job, and if it gets rock chips in it. Yeah. Maybe at year three or five, I'll bring it back in. They can blend it in and get yeah. it back to 100%. But That's what I told this guy because he was like, oh, well, you know, there's like this and that in the paint. I'm like, dude, I'm going to take it down the track and I'm going to, you know. And then I was like, well, it's too, I built too nice of a car. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it a street car. And then it gets a scratch on it. I'm like, I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Either you know? you're using it or you're not. <laughs> yeah, you're using it or not. Yeah, or people will be like, oh, there's a scratch right there. I'm like, yeah, man, I drive a car. Like, I, yeah. You know, that's what happens to cars. Yeah, but like, so it. the C5, though, like, as we have got this down to the final touches and stuff, we get it on the dyno. It's just getting this light smoking. Ended up mm. being the tur- one of the turbos. Yeah, that's what he said out there. Yeah, that's what he said. Well, like, it's the thing breaking it down, getting it fixed. We want this thing to be ready to yeah, rock. Ready so to go. Yeah. We are going go yeah. to go to LS Fest, Party, Ford Fest. We're going to all that oh, this nice. year in Bowling Green. Nice. Well, where do you want this company to go to? Like, what? Like, what's the final, um, final vision of this thing? So, ultimately, I want to cater to everybody. I want mm-hmm. everybody to have a go-to company, one-stop shop. So, like, whether it's Japanese car, European car, American car, you can bring it in and have, you know, from a basic cold air intake or brakes put on mm-hmm. all the way to you know a restoration whether you got a hundred thousand five hundred thousand or a million bucks it doesn't matter whatever you want to spend we can cater to sure um, because it's really what the shop is you can look out there and see you know a guy that you know has a blue collar job that just wants a couple things into his car and you can see a guy that you know might be an nba player or a millionaire billionaire that's another client of ours yeah. so like we want to cater everybody we want everyone to have a go-to place too for indianapolis we want to be the Indianapolis go-to one-stop shop. That's we pretty awesome, much man. are. Yeah. Uh, but moving from here, um, once this is completely established, like we're adding on uh, window tinting, mm-hmm. uh, we just added on full audio and lighting. So there's oh, an wow. audio lighting guy, and he can also be mobile. So like for boats, um, dealerships, dealerships, yeah. anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So then they can deal with one company, and the guys that actually do production can do their job. Right. <laughs> um, because it's the thing with a lot of small shops. Like, we talk to a lot of small business owners, and a lot of them would almost be better off working for us. Yeah, because yeah. in this market, like, all, all my guys make good money. Mm-hmm. 
Like, there's no one in this building that makes pennies. There's no one in this building that makes less than, like, $22, $25 an hour. Everybody here makes makes yeah. money because we have to have good employees. We have to have reliability. We have to know, like, here's the deadline on this. We need to throw 10, 20 hours of overtime into the next week or two. We do it and get the job done. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, like, our business plan is, like, you know, loyal to our employees, loyal to our customers. And once this one is completely established, we'll be looking off into, we're already are, we're venturing into manufacturing our own parts. Mm -hmm. um, and then at that point, we're also going to be introducing our own show with a sweepstakes company on building cars. Oh, cool. Um, that's our plan. And then yeah. hopefully we'll eventually branch off into a second store okay. in another state. Nice. So nice. Yeah, we're about to launch our own uh, parts uh, website as well. We'll be that's good. Uh, yeah, selling parts. A lot of money in like parts, it. man. You know. Yeah, but like we're trying to. So with all these big builds we've had, right? So like we do a lot of Gen Three Hemi stuff, and okay. the yeah, the Hellcats, the Scat Packs, all that stuff's really popular. Yeah. But a lot of people out there don't know what they're looking at outside of a catch can and a Borla attack exhaust. Yeah, or they'll so. buy, you know, a pulley and they'll buy the too small of an injector. So yeah. on our website, we're going to put packages together. Proven, like so. reliable That's good, you know, package. You know, those fitment industry guys have done a great job doing that as far as like oh, matching yeah. up coilovers to wheels to mm -hmm. tires, knowing what rubs, what doesn't rub. Right. You know, that that's yeah, packages so, well, are great because the guy who does it at home doesn't want to have to well, the thing go that, to five well, different so vendors. That's, you know? a, that's also um, a small loophole for us. So, like, if you buy the parts individually, like wholesaler, dealer mm -hmm. says, you have, like, a minimum price you have to sell it at, mm -hmm. advertised price. So, when we put it into a package, we can have a package price to whatever we want to sell it yeah, at. Right. So, we can give a better deal to the customer as a package. Sure. So if they want to buy, you know, they have a Hellcat, you know, stock 707, that's making around 640, 660 at the wheel. If they want an 800 wheel horsepower package, we have the injectors, the pulleys, the full exhaust, the cold air intake, you can buy the whole thing, the put it together. The supporting mod, your catch Yeah, we can even sell it to you with a unlocked ECU and you can have the cable to plug in and we can send you a remote tune for it. Oh, wow, nice. So like, if you got a Hellcat and you want to turn it up to 800 horsepower, we can send you everything, you put it all on, and we can remote tune with you, and you have an 800 horsepower car without even taking it to a dyno. Well, the other thing is about, great. Yeah, <laughs> and you want, yeah, you want a proven 900 horsepower package, 1,000 yeah. horsepower package. We're going to offer all those. That's but cool. our, our packages are put together to be reliable and actual real packages because we recently had a car roll in here from another shop that's kind of uh, well-known nationwide. Mm -hmm. uh, Out he, of Florida, yeah. yeah Florida car? Yeah, he had a 1,000 horsepower, 1,000 wheel horsepower package on his Yeah, charger. and they were making him put um, Boostane in the exhaust. So it was like it was always yeah. fouling out plugs. We dynoed it, and it didn't even make. It, it made less than our seven hundred and fifty wheel horsepower package. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So his Jeez. thousand horsepower car was over two hundred and fifty wheel horsepower down the way he thought it was. Jeez. But that's because it yeah, was, he spent forty thousand dollars on it. Yeah. Wow. For the package. Yeah. So like, but that's because we're, we're looking at it. We're trying to go like. The injector is not going to be a 100% duty cycle. We're going to get that injector, oversize it where it's in a good, nice percentage. Mm -hmm. We're going to get the pulleys right where it's not going to blow your engine and just shove boost down it to make power. We're going yeah, to set we're not totally right deactivating your knock sensors. Yeah, I'll put it this way. We've never blown up a car on a dyno ever. Nice. And we've had yeah. dozens and dozens and dozens of them make 900, 1,000 horsepower, and the guys drive them. They'd beat the hell out of them. Yeah, staying safe and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and like there's spots like on the Hellcats. You can only go so much power before you have to upgrade the transmission. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we know that, and we tell people. Yeah, that. we know that, and like yeah. we're blunt honest with people about it. And yeah. if you want to go that far, and you want to put a Bill Trans in it, we can sell you Bill Trans at a good price. Mm -hmm. If uh, like Coyote Mustangs, we know everything just for NA. You buy a Coyote Mustang, throw it on the dyno. What's it make? Three three seventy ish. Mm -hmm. No, it's like th three sixty. I think is yeah. what it makes. 
Um, but we have a package pump gas, full exhaust intake, upload our tune to it. It makes 400 to 415 at the wheel. So a great package to yeah. get you over that 400 wheel, just pretty and much it's a stock like super car. super safe. You can yeah, swap it all back stock. out if you want to take Yeah, it. and it's yeah. just, it's it's still on pump gas. It's not on ethanol or anything. Yeah. You want ethanol, yeah. you're going to go up about another 10%. On power-wise, that's sure. pretty much the rule of thumb on ethanol with NA stuff. But we're, I think we're trying to build basically, a, and when we say like a one-stop shop, like we literally are that. We do upholstery. We're going to be doing window tent. We do electronics, engine swaps, transmission swaps, paint, body, rust repair. Uh, it's kind of like but the, anybody can use any department yeah, so yeah, like, yeah like i've had guys bring in their boat seats yeah. oh right yeah. their boats all tore up or a bench seat in their their old truck they just want to change the color they had somebody else paint it. like anybody can use any department okay like so our departments here are a necessity to our restorations mm -hmm. so well, like we have to have upholstery like our upholstery yeah, department go, makes yeah. the company no money right but it's a necessity to have in the company so if i got a restoration that i you know, said it's going to be 12 months, it's going to be done. And we've done this before. So yeah. we used to outsource upholstery. Mm -hmm. And we drop seats off pre-planned, pay in full up front, ready to go. We expect to pick them up in three weeks. It'd be three months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kills the whole job. Now we got a car sitting here with no interior that's ready to run. Yeah. And we don't have seats for it. Yeah, seats. Yeah. So, like, we added upholstery just for that reason. And we control the quality. If a thread is not straight or not right, well, we'll tell our guys to take it apart and redo it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we Good. control the quality. Same with paint. We control the quality. Um, when we started this, we had an old truck painted. Me and him paid 25000 to the guy in Indy to paint. Yeah, the And he, painter. like this guy, paints SEMA cars and all that shit, whatever. Yeah. But he painted over rock chips oh, and did a whole yeah. bunch of just kind of shabby work to it. And we were unhappy, so we started a body shop. Mm. To control quality to and control, like yeah. our body shop manager is like probably one of the highest certified guys you can possibly get wow so like and he's a younger guy he's around our age in his 30s but like very very high certified um, very meticulous yeah yeah and he knows the he's been working in a body shop since he was 14 so yeah. like he knows well he's probably interested in growing the business just like oh, guys yeah. Are. yeah yeah in the proper way like if a yeah. guy's Want to do a mud job with Bondo and stuff? We're just not interested. Yeah, we're not Move on to the next one. Like we're not the right choice for you. Right. But if you want your car done right from the beginning, we are the guys. That's well, good. Um, yeah, that's good that you start with that high quality. At, you know what I mean? And like you just don't you don't falter from it. Yeah. And if you want to go falter, just go to somewhere else. Yeah, we know? have a reputation uphold. Yeah, yeah, and like our yeah, department. Sure. So like um, audio and lighting, we're bringing on right. So mm -hmm. this is full can be stock audio, speaker upgrades, all the way to full custom boxes, amps, whatever yeah, you want. Motorcycles, boats, cars, trucks, side-by-sides. Aircraft, yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. He does everything, everything. Really? But um, he's a good example of he's better working for us. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. he was a one-man shop. He had one other guy with him, and he was always on the phone, always ordering parts, always taking uh, care of customers. Yeah, okay, work done. Yeah. And it just didn't. So, like, my process as a company works very well because Sorry, the customers yeah. are going to talk to the service advisors. The service advisors are the connection to what the customer wants, and they are the connection to the technician. We always sure. got to have technicians doing production. They got to produce the work. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, we don't want distractions like a you know a customer wanting to talk to them on the phone. That makes no sense. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So like that's where What's everybody. What's that ticking noise? Well, uh, you know. Yeah. But from the beginning of this, so that's why I started in real estate because yeah. in 2011 when I was in NASCAR. I've always wanted to start my own shop. I did all the mathematics of it, you know, analysis of how many people I needed, what kind of service advisors, how many technicians. Sure. I just never thought I would own a body shop, an upholstery shop. Yeah, it blew up to something a little yeah, bit more, but, more you than know, you thought, huh? 
that's the thing that's just reinvesting back into it because yeah. we've been a hundred percent reinvestment mm-hmm. for the last five years everything has been put back into that's it good. yeah, and yeah y'all got a lot of nice equipment out there man that is a nice shop that's all paid off yeah, yeah. yeah. like we don't know like everything is reinvested back into it um because that's way that's what we believe the way it needs to be because yeah. you know that's the thing if you finance the entire shop and you're constantly chasing it, man. You're constantly chasing it, and then you start pushing stuff out the door that's not up to the quality you right. want it to be at. Yeah. And like it's been a hard, it's been a hard job, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Many times where we've been stressed out, like oh, this has got to well, get especially done. Especially when we very first started. Yeah, when we yeah. very first started, heck, you'd walk into a suite, there'd be no office furniture. Yeah. <laughs> it was one lift in the back. Yeah. Yeah. And Ryan yeah. started working for me, and then they eventually became co-owner, and yeah. like. It started out with, you know, $100 office chairs off Facebook Marketplace, yeah, you know, $20 yeah. desk. Y'all got to start somewhere. Hand me right. down table here, hand me down this. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, like, it's just constantly, it's been worth it. It's by yeah, far yeah, been yeah. worth it. It's been mm-hmm. a long road, but um, we know what we're doing, and we've had a long-term plan from the beginning. Since we started this, we said we are not in, we're not in this game for short-term. We are in this game for long-term, lifetime career. What nice. can we make out of it? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Our future plans, too, are is like EV swaps. Mm-hmm. So we all know gasoline will be going out eventually. Oh, yeah. No one wants to talk about it, but we're willing to talk about <laughs> no. it. So, like, we're trying to pre-plan that into our future full sure. EV packages. So, like, if you have a 69 Camaro and you want to do an EV instead of going to an LSA or something, you want to throw a 1,000 horsepower Tesla all-wheel drive swap, we can take care of that. But right now it is very expensive. Yeah, they are. Probably yeah. within the next 5, 10 years it will drop down a lot. Yep. Just yeah. like the LS swapped in. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. For but, sure. like, that's the thing. Like, a full all-wheel drive, you know, 1,000-horsepower Tesla swap with Fusion batteries, everything to run it, mm-hmm. ECU, everything, you're probably 100, 125,000 imports. Yeah, jeez. So, Come like, on. and that's the correct way, right? Yeah. And most of it's all refurbished stuff. It's going to be refurbished motors, now it's going to be new. Oh, yeah, not so, stuff, yeah. Besides the ECU and wiring, yeah. right? But over the next five, ten years, it's just going to get cheaper and cheaper yeah, and cheaper. And then at that point, it's going to make sense when yeah. there's more charging stations everywhere. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. going to open up a whole new market, I think. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be. There's like, been a couple guys on, on uh, that have been on the show that are already thinking like that, too. One yeah. that, that hand builds stuff, and he's like, he was already thinking about this, like, you know, five years ago. And, yeah, I feel like we're, he's, they're all probably yeah, similar to us. Yeah, yeah we're all similar, yeah. 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 Uh, and that's one of the things about this business, too, that's interesting. How, how old are they? Are they younger, kind of like us? Like 30s, yeah. 40s? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, uh, he's uh, maybe 40, 41, somewhere. Yeah, like so that's one thing that we always talk about, about the automotive industry that's very interesting is, you know, our parents, they they had they had a mechanic. They, they knew a guy that painted. But, like, right. all the people who did all this stuff that were good at it are, like, starting to die off. Like, oh, upholstery yeah. is very hard to find someone who's good at it. That is a dying art. Painters, good painters is a dying art. Yeah. Body guys. Body guys. That's the big one. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, body, you yeah. know, that's the thing is, is um, your normal body shop, you know, might pay a technician, you know, 40, 50 grand a year. Mm-hmm. They might pay them more than that. So, like, we have to overpay to get someone in the door. Yeah. And they have to be at our level within 90 days or they are out and we will move to the next one. Yeah. Because we have a quality we have to withhold. We have a timeline we have to withhold. And that is a dirty job. You're dusty. Yeah. You go oh, home yeah. dusty every day. They blow yeah. themselves off before they go lunch. They're in a well-ventilated room and stuff, and it is just... Still dusty. Yeah, still dusty. <laughs> it's, it's part of the job. So, yeah. like, you know, if you're trying to get... Because that's the thing. Our body shop's fast. Yeah. I 
promise you. We have three guys in there just working on one one vehicle. Oh, yeah, that's like, because two of them geez. are out. Usually yeah, two it's of them are on vacation. Yeah, wow. usually it's five. So five like, guys in one booth. Yeah, you'll see a whole body restoration or actual body restoration. You remember that happiness. TV show Overhauling? Yeah, with Chip oh, yeah. yeah they yeah. knock a car out in like oh, a week. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, we yeah. can knock a car out like that in like less than a month. Yeah. Wow. No, so a full body restoration less than a month. We've done resprays in less than a week that's before. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are very high quality jobs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. treated like an assembly line: tear down, ran through, yeah, fitted. If, you, if you got guys that don't work together and they they know their job and their spot and everything like that, man, it's yeah. yeah and they work as a good team. They all yeah. know what the quality is. There's one guy in there that oversees kind of all the quality. It goes through and sees any pinholes or something. Go back. Go through multiple off, primer yeah. sessions before yeah. we're throwing, you know, mm-hmm. seven, eight thousand dollars worth of paint on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a paint process we had back here that, like, it's really high quality paint, same mm-hmm. stuff like Chip Foose is using. Yeah. Um, but you can easily, easily spend 10 grand in just material. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine so. Yeah. It eats up really fast. So, like, before yeah. we even mix that or think about it or touch it, that body's got to be yeah. fucking straight, straight perfect, ready to go. Yes. Even on door gaps, so like the the yeah, K five that's like a new body. Yeah, we'll take we'll put the door on and then they will cut it where it is a perfect straight gap all the way. Yeah, down. all the way around. The it end. is not factory anymore. It is yeah. like a brand new car. Yeah, that's what you have to do. It. I mean, and even that's getting like up. So it's got like twenty twenty style door latches on it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. still stock handle, but it's all updated stuff. So like it's still gonna shut like a new car, but it's still a seventy K five blazer. Right. Yeah, that's the, the problem I ran into when I was hanging all the panels on my Chevelle was, uh, you know, I told him, I was like, no, I, you know, I wanted to look, look, those cars were never right from the factory, right, right, you yeah. know? So I, you know, me, I had to go find uh, a Chevelle that was original and make sure I took all the pictures to make sure I was building it right. Yeah. Like the rear trunk on that car doesn't fit at all. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I was like, when I first put it on, I'm like, dude, this thing ain't fitting at all. If I move it, it's it's a complete mess. So I go look at an original one. I'm like, oh, none of them yeah. fit correctly. You no, know what man, I mean? You like, should imagine what it's like talking to customers about these old cars. Yeah. Oh, this just yeah. don't fit right. This yeah. is a little here. It never did. Like, yeah, yeah, let's look it up in pictures and see what it looks like. Especially yeah. when you're talking aftermarket parts. If you buy an aftermarket trunk deck, oh, like dude. a 66 Mustang convertible, the gap is dude. horrendous. Dude. You buy a stock deck, it does fit better. All Not the panels, perfect, but better. All yeah. the panels that I had to replace on the Chevelle came from original cars. I didn't oh, yeah. go aftermarket stuff. To to. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do if we can get them. Yeah, and I got a good guy down in Texas that stocks all that stuff. I mean, you hey, know what the I mean? K5 so. Blazers, we went through, what did we go through? We ordered because they're brand new bodies. Yeah, yeah, brand right, all brand yeah. New. So we ordered um, the front floor, the back floor from one manufacturer, two of yeah. each, because we're doing two of them back to back. They both get here. We start bolting it up. The quarter pan, the bedside <laughs> is setting one inch above the door. Jeez. The complete oh, yeah. opposite. Wow. The, the door should be setting up like yeah. an inch above the bedside. Yeah, it's the yeah. opposite. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Everything's made wrong. So we went through another manufacturer. We went through like two or three manufacturers to yeah, get to find the to find the right fitted parts. Nice, nice. Or well, fenders. Like we got a fender with something as uh, simple as the the Hellcoda back here. The Dodge yeah, Dakota. yeah, the Dodge Dakota. That yeah. We're doing the Hellcat and the Dodge Dakota. Yeah. He bought two brand, brand new fenders. fenders. God awful fenders. Yeah, yeah. fit your finger and never get. Yeah. yeah, that's another car that you can't find parts for. Oh too, yeah, too much anymore. That's gonna be a rowdy truck. That, that is, is gonna, gonna be, fun. be a burnout machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I took some pictures six of it already. It yeah, nice. six speed. Six speed manual. <laughs> 100 mile an hour burnout machine. Does. <laughs> well, anything uh, before we get out of here? I think we're man, we're 
we're deep into this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was a good time. Yeah. 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 Anything you want to tell anybody? Shout out to anybody? Well, give us a like, follow, share. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, uh, tell yeah. everybody where they can find you and everything yeah, like Instagram. that. It's always a good one, you know? Yeah. Slate Performance on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Slate Performance. Be, be patient. They'll get back to you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, be patient. We're very, uh, very busy. Yeah. Uh, Slate Performance Automotive on Facebook, uh, at Slate Performance on Instagram. Our email is slateperformance at gmail.com. And if you want to buy parts for DIY, get on Slate, Perf- Slate Performance Parts Direct. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, 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 it's brand new. It's brand new. <laughs> it is Slate Parts Direct. Slate Parts Direct. All right, I'll make sure to get that in there. There we go. So yeah, perfect. Well, I appreciate you coming. By yeah, thanks yeah, guys. I appreciate. It. We're gonna go check out some cars in back and uh, yeah, talk it over. Right on. Thank you so much to Dylan and Ryan for allowing me to come and check out the shop. Again, uh, it's the blueprint for anybody who wants to do uh, the right thing in the industry and really make a really nice custom car shop that's putting out really, really high quality cars uh, and vehicles. Again, go check them out. Uh, Slate Performance online, www.slateperformance.com. On Instagram, at Slate Performance, Facebook, Slate Performance, all that good stuff that's on there. Uh, go check it out on the website as well, my website, radridespodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, again, without uh, the listeners, uh, I wouldn't continue to do this. But I have some cool stuff going on. We're actually going to do something a little bit different in September. I'm going to do a, quote, live show. It's really not going to be live, but we're going to line a bunch of cars up. Everybody's going to get 10 minutes to uh, talk about their cars uh, at a car show here, and uh, we're going to run them through. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm excited. We're going to try some new things as well, Uh, maybe do some in-car rides and uh, do some podcasts in a car while people are driving. So uh, check that out as well here coming up, and uh, we'll see you next time.